You got stuff. I got stuff. A lot of stuff here on top. A lot of stuff. We got stuff. We got so much stuff that it's overflowing in the cup. We can almost go three hours today, but we, we can. And two. we got guests today. We do. Want to so, talk about the guest? Well, I do. You know, actually, um, coming up in the first hour of the show, uh, we're going to be jo- joined by Tim Ritchie, um, who is part of the PAL program. You know, remember the old Tiger Stadium? Take me right. out to the ball. And we'll have that thing when Richie comes on. But I you can know, sing it or we play. Cochran and K Line, Michigan Avenue and Trumbull. Willie Horton. You got it. Yeah. Well, you know, we tore down the old stadium. Yeah, it was sick. But boy, the police athletically came back with a home run that we're going to talk. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Yeah, I passed so, by there a lot. It's a So Tim Ritchie, place. who is the CEO of a Detroit Pals, going to be joining us. Is he related to Lionel Ritchie? Well, you'll have to ask him. Okay. And then. And then at 9 o'clock. Yes. Who we got at 9 o'clock? We got Steve Ancho. He's a really interesting gentleman, a very technology guy, wrote a book. We're going to get a lot of he, – he speaks Japanese. He lived in Japan. A really interesting guy, and I think it will be a great interview. We'll learn a lot of from Steve. How to use technology in the practical way to be more human when hiring people or getting hired. You know what? That That's interesting because there's more that I want to speak about technology. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really, it's really uh, uh-huh. interesting where technology is taking us. But mean, speaking right. of technology, we had a big week here. But go ahead. What do you well, going to say? All right. So here we right. go. This okay. day in history. Oh, trivia? It's our day in history. Peanut butter was invented. Well, you know. Jelly came the next week. This was an ugly day in history in 1989. I was born. I was living. Yeah. I was 29 I'm years not old, sure our staff was here yet. No, 1989. Okay, 1989. Guys. I got a lot of nods here. Most of these guys, yeah, you were all born just at the end, before, the, in, the, in the 1900s, yes. Yeah, Somewhere around 96. 96, okay. 96. Wow. Or 97. My right, boy. Ethan was 96. Yeah, Tony's. Whoa, Tony. Tony. Okay, here Anyway, Exxon Valdez. Yeah, terrible crowd. Yeah, yep, a lot, of, a lot of oil all over the place. How much oil? A lot of oil. How much oil? Uh, a lot of barrels. Uh, billions uh, of barrels. 240,000 barrels equaling 11 million gallons. I know. Who got the bill on their charge card? Oil spill oil? probe focuses on the crewmen at that time. And, of course, that claim then changed the whole industry on how shipping, cleaning, everything was done at that point. The other thing, in 2015, that was the day the German wings plane crashed when the pilot committed suicide. Yeah, that was bad. That, 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 that was yeah. horrible. Guy planned it. He was rehearsing on his home computer. That was terrible. He Unbelievable. Took down with him. Unbelievable. Hey, do I have a trivia question for me today? Yes. The answer's purple. Okay. And with that, <laughs> and with that, okay, we talk about shootings. Okay. This is not a trivia. This is a reality. This is tragedy. It hasn't changed. In 1998, four girls and a teacher from Westside Middle School in Jonesboro, Arkansas, were killed by bullets fired by in the from kids in the woods, 11 and 13 years old. Wow. Times haven't changed. No, it's 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 becoming almost something expected to hear on the news almost every other week now. And the buses are loaded up for Washington D.C. People are going there for the march. Asking, you know, the students are setting this up. The kids from Florida are doing this. I, I love it. I, I love the energy of the youth, and it, it's uh, you know how they say you know it's wasted on the youth. What's what's that quote? Yeah, well. But I'll tell you one thing. I'm very proud of the United States, of the American citizens and youth of the United States. I should say, for standing up for what they believe in. And you know what? These are the next politicians, and I sort of like what I see. Well, they're they're going to be in our seats, as I always yeah. say when I travel around the world. You're replacing me already? Yes, I am. Okay, in my seats. 
in know. our seats. Okay. We always look for people to move up and take our seats, and we'll do other things, like be mentors, you know, guides. Yeah. No, I but get it. So I get it. I, I'm, I'm really proud of the youth of America, and hopefully they make a stand and make a change. All right. I'll talk later on a little bit about who was born on this day and uh, stuff like that, but I know you've got a stack of stock. Oh, I got. I, I, I got. And I know you I, want to talk about Jeffrey. I got your favorite. Yeah, later, your favorite later in the game, a couple stories about him. But I, I want to talk I, about what's happened this week at New Radio Media. I'll get to that. Well, get I, to you that. get to it. I want to get it to it as soon as I, I can. Got, I got a big news story then. Give Flash. me the news story, and then I want a trivia question. Well, here's, your tri- All right, okay. here's a trivia okay. question. You ready? Okay. Michigan Central Station. Yep. Now we've read in the paper. Ford yep. Motor Company's looking at it, mm-hmm. and we'll talk more about that. Okay. But we want to go back in time. Okay. When was it built? Boy, 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 boy. I'm going to say the early 1900s. Well, anybody could have told you that one. I'm going to go into <laughs> the, am I right in the 30s? No, 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 no. Uh, after that, after that. So I'll give you a hint. Let's yeah. go back in time. 52. The building began operating as Detroit's main passenger depot in 1913 after the older Michigan Central Station on December 26th of that year. We had a little bit of a fire. So the new one was 1930. So it had yeah, to be built, in the late 19... We built it. We, built it. we burned it down. In 13, it burned down. Burned down. And we put it back up. It, it took three years to put it back up. Put it back up. What year was it? 1916? 1913. But it burned down in 13. No, it they burned didn't down build a little it. earlier than that. You, uh, you said, did he say well, that it burned down no. in 13? I thought I heard it burned down in 13. Well, I heard know, that. I, okay, you said it burned down in 13, so it wasn't rebuilt in 13. When did it rebuild? Would it be 1913. June 12th. 19th. Wait a second. Who's the construction company? Place burns down in 13, reopens the 13th. I'm glad you asked that question. Yeah, okay. I'm it's glad Belfort, you asked. Right, okay. No. Sheldon Yellow. The architect was, <laughs> was Reed and Stem. Yeah, okay. Warren and Wetmore. Okay. Uh, that was the architect. And um, I'm going to send you back some homework. We did the building from June of 1912 to December of 1913. Okay. 1913, now, the building was launched. Knowing yes. all that wonderful stuff. But was it always, it was never fully occupied, was it? Oh, it was occupied. Yeah. It was, okay, okay. Compromising a train depot and an 18-story office tower, which now, with the height of 230 feet, the tallest rail station in the world at the time of its construction. Yeah. So Ford Motor Company comes by, goes sniffing around, and says, you know, not a bad place to maybe uh, do some changes. We're already going into Corktown, moving 200 people, and we're going to go to, you know, Corktown. We, we like that address at 1907 Michigan Avenue. Beautiful building. It's it's, it's beautiful. an autonomous and electronic vehicle section. The uh, team medicine group going in there. It's kind of exciting. You know, it's it's very exciting. Matter of fact, I was surprised to see that the mayor of Dearborn announced that he's pro that that development. Even though it's not in Dearborn, he's very happy for Ford Motor Company and for the city of Detroit that they are going to the depot. Let's see if the deal gets but done. You know the Maroon family's that, not easy to deal with. You know what's with, next to hey, that, too, though? Yeah, Mexican town. No, on 16th Street, did you know that there were these Quonset huts? They've been sitting there for years. Now people are living in there, and there's offices yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, they sold last year. Yep. Yeah, there's a, a very interesting piece. I mean, we had a person in the office the other day ta- who lives there, and the whole second floor is their residence. The whole first floor is their business. And she said, 
the place is like popping. The whole area is just like unbelievable. Yeah, I take people for tours, and they say, when did Eskimos move to southwest Ooh, Detroit? It's not, Quonset <laughs> Hut was not an Eskimo. No, but it, it looks like igloos. But it, looks like, but it looks like igloos. If you go there, uh, they look like igloos, and, and well, they're, they're sitting there, and we'll take a, we should take a trip down there. All right, so what kind of stock? What do you got there on your pages? Well, now I want to talk about what do you stuff talk that's about? happening here at home in New Radio about? Media, and we New have a huge week starting next Monday morning. Huge week. We have a big week, and a lot of eyes were on us this week, and so it was we, very nice. matter of fact, we were in Crane. We had a nice article in Cranes Monday morning, and and what's real interesting is our first morning lineup, and the first morning lineup streaming in Detroit's history with Bill McAllister. We start with Bill. Yes, we got Bill and Danielle. Okay, in the morning, home at the McAllisters. Matter of fact, their video spot is now approaching fifteen to sixteen hundred hits in twenty four hours. Um, which means there's going to be a lot of eyeballs on well, the McAllister's. Well, this is the McAllister's toast. This let's, is, let's, let's have coffee with the McAllister's. I'm having my first cup with them. Yes. Get out of bed, Bill. Come on, it's well, Saturday Bill's, morning. They're prepping. Let me tell you something about them. What are you talking about? they got twins and dogs. That's right, so they're up. Um, they're up. But Bill joined us as our program director uh, about two months ago. Yes, he did. And he's an amazing man, great personality. I'm excited for the show, and I guess that'll be my morning show and excitement in the morning. Then we have a couple other people showing up at 10 o'clock. Okay? Sarah Foraker and Joe Santos. Now, if you want to talk about some funny people, yep, um, they're going to join us at 10 to now, 11. I think you need to explain who Sarah is. For, remind everybody who Sarah is. Well, you tell is. people who Sarah is. Well, okay. Sarah was you know, part of 97, won the ticket for a number of years mm-hmm. uh, with Bill McAllister, Jay Towers. Later mm-hmm. on, she moved over with Stoney. Mm-hmm. And uh, then later on, uh, became independent. Yes, yes, yes. And, and... Joe's a character. Now, Joe is phenomenal in front of the camera, in front of the mic, but he's also an amazing production guy, and, and hopefully Joe will do some production work for us, and I think we're excited for that. And then at 11 o'clock, a very interesting gentleman who, you know, we signed him up, we got him recruited, and I called him up and said, you know, Craig, it's Craig Folly. Craig and I Foley. said, Craig, you know, we get, to, we get to know each other. We come into the office, let's discuss um, you and you. And we had an amazing conversation this week. And I'm so honored to have him here. Well, you know, Craig had a great write-up with Cranes mm-hmm. uh, this week. Yep. And uh, we had a little blurb at the bottom. Yeah, we well, you know what? It's not about us, Peter. Well, I know. That it's was why Craig I said it's nice to be at the bottom. Yes. It's nice to be at the bottom. Yes. And uh, But Craig's, Craig's radio history, the last seven years, you know, WDET and yep. everything NPR. else. Before that, he, yep. he, he is going to discuss a lot of interesting topics. We, we talked about a few things. I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag. No. But he is going to have some amazing guests on. And it's interesting. It's always nice when you go in your own office and you have four or five <coughs> fans of his already. And he is going to get things down to the point. Um, and he's going to be on here, and there will be a lot of eyeballs on him. And he's going to be covering up some covering up, covering up news <laughs> for us um, all over the state of Michigan. He's going to bring some interesting people in. And we also had another very good guest here in the last uh, week or two, and he's a – infamous or famous i should say sportscaster he's not under contract but he's one of the big names in sports broadcasting letter don't say e. okay no letters for anybody well we can say e but anyways but he is now a fan of streaming and and what's happening is you know we created this peter almost two and a half years ago we talking about streaming or digital platform well streaming and digital which includes because i got a lecture in my office well i'm going to tell you it's it's digital platform thank you but really, let's talk at streaming and, and the digital content. And it, it's so humbling that so many people from not just the Detroit market now, but from all over, 
are going to our format or coming to our format, coming to, our format. to see what's happening in other. And I don't want to see any other media disappear. I'm a fan of all media. I think there's a mix for everyone. But at the end of the day, um, I have to say I think we're on the right track. It's a nine mile and Mac. And Brian is, Brian. And, and at the Brian. end of the day, um, very humbled by who's coming over to our format and talking to us. And I think the community of Detroit will be better off for it. And we've also had a lot of inquiries for a lot of unique shows. I'm taking a trip down to the music hall this coming week. Um, What's going on? Well, you know, they've got a music festival this summer. And they would like to know how maybe they can stream the stuff at the music hall and all their events. So that's exciting to be offered or, or go discuss it. You know, it's nothing's done, but to be people reaching out to us and saying, hey, would you participate with us? How do we use your media? And every day it seems that someone else is discovering us or we're discovering else other content. <laughs> and we have a, a mixologist joining us, a, a wine sommelier, who's going to be doing a wine show and spirit show. Well, that's better than Bar Rescue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he'll be coming in. We have a couple of law firms talking to us, and not just on typical law, but you know how to age, uh, age gracefully and what you need later in your life. So you know we're going to be have the spectrum. We've got geektainment. We've got all kinds of Go content. Go back to geektainment for yeah, a minute. You yeah, know? yeah, those you, guys are blowing it out of the ballpark. I know they are. You know, it's funny. I watched them the other day, and um, of course, it's very interesting. You see all these laptops on the counter. They're the smart ones, you know. Instant info. We we still look, <laughs> I at, look the, at those. We guys. still look at smoke signals. What's yeah, the message? Right. Hey, everybody's got a laptop, and they're all laughing before they even do anything. There must be something very interesting on those screens. Well, you know, it's interesting when you use a laptop. Obviously, if you look at all the major news channels, and they all have their laptops because I know. you know they get their updates there. See, and we're the paper company here. See, well, you know, we are. Folks, we, this is we called are, paper. Sh- Peter, know? Peter, Peter, the, the, paper. the people that want to save trees don't I like love us. Love my paper. Okay, well, Peter, we're gonna have to go to laptops too soon events. Yeah, then can you imagine? I'm yeah. Peter Perlman, you're Paul Benzman. This is laptop hour. There you go. Well hey, it could be there. <laughs> um you know we're gonna hit the uh, uh the interview with Pal at eight thirty, eight thirty two. A lot of things going at the ballpark. It seems to be when your team is so-so, there's more articles about the new food at the ballpark. I than the am a traditionalist. <laughs> Are I you want, the hot dog guy? I'm a hot dog guy. You're a hot dog and a guy. Soda, you know, I don't need the salsa. I don't need the chips. I don't need the pizza. Hot dogs, and I prefer it. Prefer boiled. The, well, I want it boiled, but not the guy with the soft pack. I like the old metal vendor. Yeah, the dirty water vendor. You got it. I the love dirty it. Dirty water. I want Are the, there any of those and, left? And I want it slapped on with mustard, not a mustard package handed to me. No, no. I like when they use that stick. That stick. That the you stick slap put it this, on. But Peter, you get it. This when you squeeze the dog, it goes on the neighbor next to you. Do you, you know, wipe off his shirt nicely. But do you know if there is any of those hard packs left? The, the stainless steel. I'm not sure. Things? I haven't seen them in most of the stadiums anymore. You know, I mean, it's heavy. I should have asked Ethan that. You know, he, he's been with the Tigers for four years as a ball boy and everything. Yeah. You know, I should have asked him that. So we're talking about the food. So what is the food? The what food. Is, what is the new the food? food? Oh, I did hear one. One is a donut-filled something it's or something It's do- ice cream sandwich ice cream donut, donut, which yeah. looks amazing. But let's see how long they last at 90 degrees in July. Well, you know. And there'll be a lot of napkins needed. A but lot they, of do napkins. Sell, they do sell that frozen lemonade. They do sell ice cream at the stadium. But the creme de la creme of the new items, can you guess what it is? I don't eat that stuff, so okay. I'm a hot dog guy. A brisket and cheddar stuffed cornbread muffin. Okay, Wait, so it's, to, it's, it's like slow, slows well, in your so hand. I was going to say slows showed up at yeah, Ford Field and put stuff because when we go to Ford Field, yep. you always go to slows and I go get a hot dog. 
You go to Slows and I empty my wallet and I got to walk home. No, I go get the hot dog yeah, for yeah. less than Slows. Yeah, I'm telling you. It's uh, so a biscuit and cheddar stuffed combat. Another thing coming too. Is I'm going to ask you a different question. Side, wait, let me finish. Oh, the menu. How many got there? What? There's a lot of food coming. A lot okay? of food. It's about the food. Okay. Okay. We got uh, Cy Ginsburg corned beef is hitting the. Well, that stadium. I could deal with. The old, okay, Cy Cy's coming. Yeah. And um, you got they got all kinds of stuff. They got you well, know what this reminds me of. Frank smothered you know what this reminds chili. me of. What the Broadway Market? Do you well, remember the Broadway Market downtown? Or were you too young? I'm too young. Okay, I'm the Broadway ready. Market. You walked in, and there were vendors all around. And you went. You got a corned beef sandwich here. You got your Verners over there. You got your pickle from the pickle guy. And you went out from on the, the lawn. Pickle Barrel. You went over on the lawn of the library there, on, off a of farmer. You sat down and you ate. It was great. So you had the pickle of the pickle. I'll tell you, you it was great. Have a pickle. You know, it's interesting. Hey, we didn't mention this. If you want to call in today, ask a question. It's oh yeah, great. Eight four four nine 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 two four nine. That's eight four 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 nines and a two four nine. And people should be downloading our app. The, the app's getting downloaded every day by lots of people. Go to either the Google App Store or the Apple App Store, and it's NRM Streams. It's Stream with a Z. That's NRM Streams with a Z. And Peter, you know what? Um, yes. I got a lot more fun stuff. Oh, to talk I got about. stuff to talk. I'm going to talk got, about felonies stuff. and misdemeanors. Are you in trouble again? Uh, or better yet, how about the wild women of Detroit? I can't wait for that. Wait, you you're getting me excited. I'm wait, I'm finally, work, I'm finally working. Yeah, it. I was looking at the hot woman of Hamtramck, but boy, the wild woman of Detroit. And I mean, yeah. this is—I found some very interesting pieces for us today to work yeah. with. So, all right. Well, you know um, what? We're getting to the point right now. Where we got to take a little break. Break. Pay for our time. I believe we got a new spot coming up here. Uh, it's the morning show with the McHale show. Really entertaining spot. So we um, should sit back and enjoy this. With we the rest should of enjoy the spot. We'll uh, we'll take a little break here and. Uh, we're going to catch you on the other side. we got about a two-minute break, and you're listening to New Radio Media and the show of Talking Biz. See you on the other side. Guys, wait up. Hold on. Daddy said hold on. You know, I was thinking, Bill, yeah. I'm ready for our show, and, and you're ready for mm -hmm. the show, but how do we let everyone know that we're ready for the show? Uh, slow motion rap video? naturally shrinks as you go older. Now there's research that indicates that the rate of shrinkage increases if you drink alcohol. Your brain volume naturally decreases by about 2% for every decade you live. And in the past, scientists have speculated this rate could be slowed with moderate alcohol intake because it appears to improve your heart function and your blood flow. But now, however, the U.S. researchers have found what they call a significant negative relationship between the amount of alcohol that you consume and your brain volume. A study involving nearly 2,000 men and women found a significant difference in the brain volumes of people who were moderate drinkers and those who were teetotalers. And the association was especially strong in women. So the bottom line, say the experts, is that while moderate alcohol consumption may help your heart and blood flow, it offers no protective effect on your brain volume. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. 
We're offering spectacular savings during the spring sales event at Parkway Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Great deals on our inventory of over 2,000 new vehicles, including our entire selection of Ram 1500 pickups with special lease deals on many of our best-selling models. Over 200 vehicles under $200 a month. Early out on all lease payoffs of $3,000 or less. And Parkway offers an extra $2,000 for your trade-in. Only at Parkway Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Clinton Township, where you just show up, sign up, and ride. Show up and ride. ride. Show up. Our buzz, our old man, man buzz. buzz. Welcome back to Talking wait, Biz wait, on a wait. beautiful Saturday Excuse morning me. on New Radio Media. And is stop he in what? that crazy sunny state? He's in the state of Florida for another, I believe it's nine days. Is we that miss called buzz. the senior state? No, it's called the buzzy state. And I really miss buzz. We talk every day. And you know what? He's a rock and foundation of this organization. We brought him in as our first hiree. Yes. As our executive vice president. I have to respect him. And you know what? He now understands this media as well as he understand F, understood FM when it well, started. Wait a minute. He's, that, he's our senior leader. He's our senior leader. So he but would really what? understand my felonies and misdemeanors he, when I bring he, it up. He will, and he's understanding. I also want to look back at the last break. Dr. Jim Brackman How has about joined Jimmy? us. Jimmy's joined us with the medical moments, and he's got some really useful tips. It means go out and have some beer. You'll be healthier. At least one beer and also one drink a day. How did everybody do last week for St. Patrick's Day? They're all here, so they did fine. Okay, they did very well. Are these kids old enough? Yeah, and did you see that McAllister spot? You know, I was very upset in that spot. Why? The poor wife, Danielle. She lost her popcorn. But yes, you know she what? did. But you know what? And that spot has, as when of the this com- morning, When the spot ended, do you know who had to clean that all up? Yeah, the birds. The birds. And good thing there's no fish flies. It's too cold. But Ooh. at the end of the day... That's a beautiful spot. I'm excited for their show because they're both amazingly talented people. She's a musician. He's a comic, does voice. He's he's an amazing person. And once again, that's going to be a fun show, and I'm so excited they're launching on our platform. And they're Monday through Friday. Monday through all of them. Our morning lineups, Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday. It, it's wonderful. We have and they that. find us at? Well, they find us two places. They go on the app. Okay, download the app at NRM Streams, both app stores. Go okay. online. In that time of the day, people be home. www.newradiomedia.com. Uh, do it on your tablet. Do whatever you want, but it's there. Also, I want to welcome Parkway. You can swallow, by the yeah, way. Yeah, Parkway. You can swallow. Parkway, the largest Dodge Chrysler dealership, Jeep Ram Keep dealership going. in M59. the country. M59. I want to thank them and welcome on board. Um, Peter, we're doing something right here. We're definitely doing something right. I mean, look at this. Two and a half years ago, we were the incubator. And yeah. today we're the reality. You know, it's it's um it's amazing. I wake up in the morning and I say, where did the two and almost half years go? It's it's crazy. It's amazing. A lot of people to thank. I like to thank all our staff here at New Radio Media. I like to thank the ingenious people in the back of post production in production. We have a crew that can produce about anything, and I'm very proud of everyone here. It's, so it's amazing. Let's share with everybody just for a few seconds since we're. Tapping ourselves very nicely. Okay. Our, oh, we have the beautiful there. logo behind you. We do. Which the cameras can pick up very nicely. Okay. And we should thank our, our people that support us in putting these the studio together. Well, there's a lot of people, and, and I want to tell you that uh, right now we have uh, have a lot of people. We've got Tony right today, of course. Hi, Tony. Kelsey over there. Kelsey on Kelsey. the phone. And setting yeah. up. Kelsey's also our producer. Kelsey helps us produce the show. And yes, if, she if does. If you'd like to be on the show, send us some information, info at newradiomedia.com, or call us during the week. 
uh, and leave us a message, and we'll be glad to put you out here. We got Jake in the other room. Jake has been a uh, foundation of this place. Sometimes he's a little loud and crazy, but we do love you, Jake. He okay? talks in the headsets when he wants we, we, to. No, no, Jay is, Jake has really stepped up in the last, I'd say, two months. What is and, this, a baseball I, connotation? No, no, just got to no, be proud. coming to Listen, the plate. when Jake, Jake got here, I said, where did we get this goofball from? And, and you got to love this goofball because he's really taken it to heart, really pulled up the bootstraps, and he's doing an amazing job. Sometimes I get pissed off at him, but, you know, when you're, when you're the boss here and you're stressed out every day yeah, and you realize, excuse me, mm-hmm. but really proud of the group here and everyone involved in New Radio Media. I mean, without you guys, we couldn't do it, and uh, you're going to grow with us, and I think you're excited for what you see around you. You know, we had a, a meeting with everyone a couple about a month ago, month and a half yeah, ago. Yeah, pizza party meeting. And and we talked, and it was really amazing to hear what the uh, the millennials and the young people who came and joined us, and we learn a lot from them. Okay, as much as we banter and we say, okay, they know a lot, and it's really amazing to have all you guys with us and and be here at New Radio Media because you're going to help us grow, and and create something that I think will be in the uh, history of broadcasting for many, 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 many years. And, and Peter, you know, you are you are chairman, and you have a remote office. You come in here, do stuff. And, and when I see you in the, on Saturdays or talk to you, it's amazing what's going on here. I got a tear in my eye because this yeah, week this has been – No, really no, no seriously. Because what's happened this week to have major people in the industry, major ad execs come in here and say, you're doing digital right. Can you teach us? And there are some commercials on the air from major law firms and other people that we helped in production, wrote some scripts, did some stuff, taglines, and it's amazing. And just to have that here is amazing. So I hope everybody's catching his face <laughs> right now. No, no, it's crazy. It's really amazing. Especially Normally he tears up when he writes the check. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let me, I let have me tell you, to let me, write the let check. Let me tell you something, Peter. I'm so the proud ener- of you. The energy here is is really amazing. And to have these people jump on board with us, and, and like I said, I want all media to be around. Well, we all we all we, agree. we want all. We're not an we're enemy. not there for failures. We're not here for failure. Listen, there's a place for everyone, and everyone makes adjustments. But to be reached out this week by the amount of people who have walked in this door and come in here, it's funny because you see the guys. Was that so and so in here, or was that so and so in here, or was that so and so? Another one I want to reach out to is Jackie Callen. Okay, Jackie, besides doing her show is really picking up the bootstraps and help us on all sides. We've got some major sports people going to join us on the sports side, doing other things. So it's exciting. It's it's no longer do I have to look somewhere else to see talent. i got to walk out of my office. Well, that's it. Yeah. You know, you have the luxury of that. Um, I Being a, the chairman of the board and coming in here periodically to make yeah. sure everybody's happy, you know, it's great when it doesn't cut to my desk. As well, the old expression yeah, goes. if it gets to Peter's desk, it's too late. Big, we have a little issue. <laughs> but, but what's interesting, but, yeah, go ahead. But, but it is great. You know, we, we want to thank again. Where does the talent come from, our young talent? Well, let me tell you where and it comes from. there's two major spe- there's Well, two, there's two people. Two, there's two places. Two places. One, Spex Howard. Correct. Um, a amazing school that I think we're working well with, and they're excited about us because, you know what, it's all about placement. And we've had placement from a lot of people in that school and I want to thank them for training and, and bringing out true professionals. But it's not only that, credit. Spex Howard is very unique in a different way. Not everybody is geared mentally to want to be in a four-year college. No, well, it's not. In, in trade and, schools and are trade where to school, go. And, and Spex Howard, and I started, I've known Spex since 1970. 
Yeah. When the school was originally called the Lee Allen School of Broadcast Arts. Yeah, then Specs took it over and really then Specs bought it. it. He cranked and it. cranked it up, built up a beautiful college atmosphere educational facility. Very professional school. You know, I Top I, in the country. I finally met Dick Kernan um, about two months ago. And no, you did not. Yeah, first no, time. No, 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 no. You and I went to Specs Howard. Let me clear the sky here for a minute. Yeah. You and I went to Specs Howard long before two months ago. When you met, when you and Jonathan and I sat down, then we went upstairs to Dick's office, and you wanted to say, "Well, this is Dick Kernan," and Dick's hugging me. He says, "No, Peter and I go way back." Well, I, but that, I, 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 didn't get I to, that's a memory loss. Okay, your... I didn't get to know Dick. Kernan oh, there's a difference. Lunch. Okay, we, I had a two-hour lunch with Dick Kernan along with Buzz, and when you have a guy who's such a legacy in in radio, in right. radio history, from WRAF and all the stations Correct. he's involved in, in in recruiting for people. And when he looks at you, and how old is Dick? Eighty? No, Dick is um, just a little. We're about the same contemporary. No, yeah. really, yeah, Dick. Maybe. Okay, Dick's but, got sorry, a little Dick, left. Sorry, Dick. <laughs> but when Dick looks at you and says, "You guys got something here, and it's amazing," that's a really nice pat on the back. It's and, great. And, and and Dick is a gentleman. I saw him a few weeks ago. He's he's a wonderful man. Supports us. So we get people from Specs, and then we go all the way to the city of Troy. Yes. And there's a wonderful school called Motion Picture Institute of Michigan. Can you say that again? Yeah, Motion Picture Institute oh. of Michigan, okay? And it's amazing what they've got there. We we work well with them. We actually use their soundstage for some major productions. But the people that came out of there, all our post-production people, Andy and and Dave, and all the people that are involved are, are really amazing um, that are out of there. And our post-production is really getting a lot of people look at it. And our production. Well, it's so nice when you have major advertising agencies walking in your door and saying, can we partner up with you? And well, these the, are the biggies. It, what's, what's really going to happen is when our studios um, mushroom, shall we say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to, uh, to our new facility uh, in a very short period of time, and we have eight to ten studios, and we have a live studio yeah. that uh, we're sharing with uh, some of our prospects right now that come in and talk to us, that yeah. when you can have 45 people sitting around on a live show, and bring them into the conversation. Well, it's and that's going to be a lot of those. We we have another announcement. Hopefully, this week we're trying to wind something down with a a, a sort of nice size movie chain. Correct. And it's going to be interesting when we do live shows from there with a live audience and audience participation. And there's a couple other places we're looking at to do. So a lot of stuff going on outside. We'll be touching the community once again. We are community based. We're hyper local. If you have an idea for a show, want to be on a show, we are really not public access, but as close as it can be on a professional uh, format. And um, that's going to be exciting. So, you know, if you got it, once again, if you want to call in or text us, do that. Um, we've got uh, 844-999-9249 is our phone number. Don't forget to download us at NRM Streams on both formats. So if you've got Google Play or if you got the Apple Store, do that and uh you can reach us. Peter, we got a guest. Uh, gonna we do. Out. We have uh, Tim Ritchie joining us from the Police Athletic League. You know, he happens to be the c CEO. Mm -hmm. And um, this all began, you know, in 2016 with a big fundraising campaign that they had. And we're going to talk to Tim about all of that, you know, coming up uh, after the uh, little break that we take, you know, to stretch our legs and get some fresh coffee. Mm -hmm. But he's got something so unique there. You know, this is the old Tiger Stadium. I mean, before that, Brick Stadium. Before that, Maven Field. Before that, you weren't around, so forget well, it. Let me ask you a question before we get to him. Yes. What's the only thing standing there from the original ballpark? I want to say 
read my notes. <laughs> uh, no, no notes. What's the oh, original thing? Wait, wait, wait. What's the original thing standing there from I the old I would have said ballpark? the scoreboard originally, but no, they no, took that down. Gone. And that's then, gone. That's and it. they took the, the, the I'm going to say the right field side was still up. Nope. All right, so you got the press box is the only thing left. Nope, that's gone too. Home plate. Nope. Okay. Uh, did I stump you? Well, wait a minute. Yeah, you you actually did. Okay. Because, I mean, can, I, can I let people know because we're going to go to Well, no, we'll probably ask Tim that question. No, I'm going to tell you. All right. I'm going to tell you. The flagpole. The yes, flagpole, the flagpole, re- the flagpole remains, field. and it's the only thing that remains. So anyways, Peter, um, we'll get to our guest and talk about the new uh, PAL Stadium, Peace Athletic League. And we've got another guest at 9 o'clock. Mr. Acho's coming in. A lot of things going on. It's a sunny Saturday morning in Detroit, and you're listening to Talking Biz on New Radio Media. We'll catch you on the other side. Enjoy our break, folks. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. You guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at newradiomedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. You know, welcome back, everybody. I'm Peter Perlman, along with Paul Benzman. You know, Paul, we've been talking about the old Tiger Stadium and the ballpark. And I want to uh, turn our phones on for the moment, and I want to welcome Tim Ritchie, the CEO of Detroit Pal. Good morning, Tim. Good morning. Well, I know it's a very big day for you out there. You got a gorgeous (laughs) sunny day. Yeah, absolutely. We're really excited. This is our opening of the Corner Ballpark presented by Adian. On the site of former Tiger Stadium, over 100 years' worth of exciting memories here in Detroit. And now Detroit kids have a chance to enjoy the field. So you're right. We do have a sunny day, blue skies, so we can't wait to get it started. You know, you take care of over 14,000 boys and girls, you know, with this PAL program. And, you know, when PAL first started back, you know, we're going back quite a few years now. And uh, 
the growth of that. How did you get involved with PAL to begin with? Well, personally, I actually started up a soccer program here in Detroit about 22 years ago. I grew up playing lots of sports as a kid, and I felt like kids in Detroit should have the same opportunities I did. So I walked in with a bag of soccer balls, got a group of kids playing, and and our soccer program now has about 3,000 boys and girls that play annually. And, and then I had a chance to sort of make my way up to the uh, CEO here at PAL. Well, that's fantastic. I mean, in the studio with me is my partner, Paul Benzman. And I know <laughs> uh, Paul's got a few thoughts also that he wants to share with you. But, you know, you had to secure over $20 million in donors. Um, that's quite a challenge. Yeah, really. And for, yeah, for a small organization like ours, uh, you know, it was a heavy lift. But thankfully, we were able to pull it off. Well, you've got some wonderful people backing you, and um, this 10 o'clock ribbon-cutting ceremony today with the mayor and everybody has got to be very exciting. Totally. Yeah, no, it's, it, it really was a big team effort, uh, the philanthropic community here in Detroit. I mean, I think it was, you know, as much about Tiger Stadium as it was about, you know, pal kids and kids in general and, and the next generation of you know, young athletes having a chance to enjoy the field. So it was a really neat marriage. Mayor Duggan's administration was super. Uh, they were very helpful in helping us cross the finish line. So we just had a lot of help, a lot of support along the way. You know, it, it's amazing. This is Paul in the studio. I want to congratulate you also on your endeavor. I've been driving by watching the construction. It really looks amazing. I'm, I'm very proud of you guys, and, and hats off to you and your organization. Got a question for you there. So how many, roughly how many games are going to be played there, and what kind of schedule? Man, that's a good question. So we're, I mean, our schedule is pretty jam-packed. Um, we've got baseball games, pal baseball games, softball games, t-ball games going on. You know, most of the weekdays we've got weekend games going on. We've got high school tournaments happening here. Uh, we're going to be playing soccer games out here come springtime. We've got foot time, football in the fall. So it's, um, you know, it's pretty exciting. We're, you know, trying to squeeze things in here and there. So, uh, you know, I think it's going to be pretty jam-packed. Geez, how many, you know, how many days, 200 days out of the year, 250 days out of the year we'll be out here, and most likely we'll have a game or a practice every day. Boy, you're going to bring a lot of life to that corner, not that Corktown needs it. I mean, it's, it's booming. I think you got it at the right time, too. I think timing couldn't be any more perfect. What are your thoughts? Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, it's really exciting. A lot of development going on here. I think that, uh, you know, this site, you know, for so long, it, you know, people kind of wondering what was going to happen, and, different ideas around developing it but i think when our idea came forth you know everybody recognizes it as being really smart a chance to redevelop the old field give it back to the kids of detroit and i think once that was locked in and, and people knew what was happening there then you know the development was able to continue to ramp up and and geez you know i think it's just getting started down here in Corktown. so you're right we're right in the heart of it and we couldn't be happier what is it i understand you got the park up what's the next phase for over there is there retail coming what's happening yeah, I think right on the corner of Michigan and Trumbull right there, there's a separate development project. It sounds like it's going to be retail and some uh, residential as well. So it's going to wrap around our field and, uh, you know, certainly, you know, hopefully be a good synergy for us and a good partnership for us. And, and so we're, you know, looking forward to some new neighbors coming in and, and uh, you know, just being part of this life down here in Corktown. So what's on the horizon then for you, uh, Tim Ritchie? Well, I got to tell you, you know, now that we've gotten into the building, I think you know, the campaign that we ran was called the Kids at the Corner campaign. And for us, it was about giving kids a chance to play at the corner of Michigan and Trumbull. But just as importantly, this is about giving kids a chance to play at every corner in Detroit. And I think what I'm most proud about is the fact that our team, our staff, our board never lost sight of the hundreds of corners that are out there in Detroit that kids play on every day. So we've been able to grow our participant numbers every year, even in the middle of a $20 million campaign. 
We serve more and more kids. We, we want to get more kids active in, in quality programs, more caring adults in their lives, more uh, opportunities to win and to lose and to come back and try again and all the good things that sports teaches. So we're, I think now is a great platform for PAL, and we're going to grow from here. You know, I'd like to invite you. I know today's a really busy day, but in the future, would you bring come on some, bring on your camp, your kids you've mentored and people in the program? Would you like to do that with us? Sure. Yeah, that'd be wonderful. I'd be happy to. Yeah, I think that you know it's it's really meaningful. It's great to see some of the young folks, you know, growing up now, and and uh, you know, it's really when they get older that they kind of recognize like that was pretty neat. And geez, I think it helped me build some character too. So you know, kind of when you're 10, 12 years old, it doesn't resonate so well as when you get older. And so it's neat to hear some of the kids when they come back and share some of those stories. So I'd be happy to. You know, well, I'm, I'm really honored that you – and I, I, when Peter came in this morning and said, you're going to be on, he said, how did you do this? The man's got a ribbon cutting. He's got this today. And we're really honored that you shared your time with us this morning because, you know, it's funny. When we had our show in 2012, Peter would find businesses and people that the media didn't hear from for about six months. And he has a way to get to people. And I'm glad he got to you and, and got you on the show this morning. I want to thank you again. I couldn't thank you enough for spending time with us this morning. So, Tim. Yeah, our pleasure. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. I invite everybody to come to the Corner Ballpark presented by Adian or check us out online, DetroitPal.org. Uh, we're launching a new Detroit's Future is in Play uh, slogan, campaign, video. Uh, so I think people will be really happy what they see. And, and if you come to the Gorner Ballpark, every hot dog you buy, every chance you come in to play on the field and get in here, it all goes back to serving kids. So please come and check us out. And so one more time for everybody, if they want to make a donation to you, let's have that, let's have that email or however you want them to do it. Yeah, yeah. Please visit us at DetroitPal.org, DetroitPal.org. You know, we just launched our brand-new website. We've got a lot of neat, uh, you know, stories on there. You can hear about our programs. We've got the new video. There's opportunities to donate. And, uh, you know, 80% of our dollars go into serving kids. And uh, so for us, it's, you know, just an, a really good investment, a really smart investment, and it's an investment in the future. I'd like to talk to you. We're going to start our sports channel in a little while, and maybe we'll talk to you about maybe streaming some of your games online. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of games out here. So, geez, you know, if we could get that opportunity, we'd love it. Well, I promised Jasmine I would give you 10 minutes because you had to get that scissors prepared for the ribbon-cutting ceremony this morning. <laughs> Make sure they're sharp. <laughs> Definitely. got. You can't goof up the cutting, you know. It's very, very important. That's right. Yeah, I don't want to mess that one up. So yeah. on behalf of everybody at New Radio Media and to the people at PAL and the work that all of you are doing down there, we want to congratulate you once again. And thank you for joining us here on Talking Biz. Thank you very much. It's my pleasure. I appreciate you guys. Have a great day Take and, and good luck, and we'll be down the park soon. Great. Looking forward to it. Take care. Okay, bye-bye. You know, Peter, I got to look at you. Thank you. <laughs> what you, you get up. You know, that was the fun. We'd go. We used to meet at the old show at the coffee shop, and, and Peter's, you got to know who's on the show this morning. No, you never know. <laughs> and, and But the funny part about it is that three, four, five, even six months later, the major media was covering it. Now it's cool to be the media. It is. You know? It's a great. It's really cool. It's a good channel. You know? Hey, Peter, I just saw them on Channel 7, or they just wrote up in the Detroit News. Too bad it's an old story. <laughs> you well, know, you Peter know. got him. You know, it's 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 really exciting. And, and we but get, we're going to spend time down there. Um, no, we are. And I want to do something with streaming. We'll talk now to Now, here's what that. I'm really thinking. Talk of, to me. Is that when the weather gets a little nicer, of course, we will do our show live. 
from the ballpark down there. We'll do it during the game or something. You know what? We'll go in the morning. We'll get a donut shop, a coffee shop. We'll sit out there. We'll do it remotely. You guys will come out. We'll be there to right. coordinate a Michigan coordinate and Trumbull, the whole thing. Coordinate the whole thing and, and be down there because, you know what? We will have that capability of going live. Um, you know, Peter. Um, I got a great story. I'm going to let you jump on your story because I, I got a few a here and, and I got to do a little singing in a little while. And here. ladies and gentlemen, okay. here you go. Okay, talk to And me. now we change our voice. Okay. Felonies and the misdemeanors, the Detroit Cops and the Mobster Tour. The Detroit Cops and the Mob. That's something I want to go on. Hosted by the Detroit History Tours and the Detroit History Club. Now, talk to me. That's tell this me week. That's that. happening today. Wait, tell us more about but that. But I got what next week's show too. That's that's the pimps. What is it? Wild women of Detroit. I knew it was something with pimps. And wild gonna, women of Detroit. And so talk first, we're going to talk about this one. Okay. Yeah, I want to hear wild. And women. Well, I was doing yeah, my research as I always love to do. Does your wife know you're chasing wild? Some women of, of the world's most notorious criminals, mobsters, gangsters, bamboozled their way through Detroit. Meanwhile, some of the history's most infamous or infamous, as we like to say, brilliant or honorable policemen tried to stop them. So on our felonies and misdemeanors tour, escape into the city's criminal underworld as we investigate the stories about Jimmy Hoffa. Well, there's a story unto itself. You know, where's Jimmy? And of you know, course, for a while there was a well, there was the prohibition. <laughs> yeah, the Purple Gang. Yeah, yep. As we move on, yep. Joe the Hood, the yeah. Gotham Hotel, and the Detroit mob families. You'll hear the stories of La Mano Nera or the Black Hand Extortionist. In Detroit, that turned, that happened at the turn of the century. Now, a lot of my people. Now, yes, 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 yes. Because drinking and swearing come with the history, all public bus tours are restricted to 21 years of age. No shit. (laughs) (laughs) In the meantime, oh god. Next week, yeah, go ahead. Next week's tour with the Wild Women of Detroit. I got, wait one. a second, I'm available this next one. week. Let this one was like, even better Chasing yet. women in Detroit. Detroit may women. have been founded in 1701 by the French explorer and adventurer Antoine Le Mans. Oui, oui, yes. But my his French. wife, like French, Marie, yeah. who decided much of the town's original layout, she changed everything. From the very beginning, Detroit has been a dam's, dame's town. Home to the broads, the women, the cats, the ladies, and the rosies, the Motor City story is interlaced with the triumphs, adventures, the deeds of its female inhabitants. So join Detroit History Tours on a four-and-a-half-hour bus tour for some of the great stories from Madame Cadillac to Motown greats, prostitutes to murderers, cults to saints, and so much more. Prostitutes to murderers. That's now, the first together we'll enjoy right. the story of women known as a rocking chair. Together we'll enjoy drinks, of course, at two of Detroit's historic bars and a few tasty treats to top it all off. Tasty treats and prostitutes. I tell you, the, I I went on. I went to visit the site. I wanted to see what's happening in Detroit. I wanted to see what's going in Detroit. So, does your wife know you read those stories? Prostitutes. And she tasty was monitoring okay. the laptop same, to make sure. Same line. You know, tasty treats um, and prostitutes. You got. I got to tell you though, I think people this need to look at this. Show. We go from plastic, police, Detroit history to tasty and treats and prostitutes. I want okay. everybody to look at Detroit. HistoryTours.com for ticket information. This I'm is on a free it. I'm plug. all over it. I'm all over um, it. This yeah, could be a great. Treats. This could be a great thing. Can I be the Rover reporter? I think you would love every minute of it. I didn't even realize, seriously, that this even existed. These kind of tours. I'm going to. Be I there thought it was next week. Let's go look at the. Oh, Arca- I can't. It's past. What day is it? it it'll be Passover and Easter next week. The weekend. running tasty treats and prostitutes on Passover. That is not kosher. Ooh. That's Ooh. not. I can't do that. And the, from the Topher Pickle Company. Is that Saturday night? 
The 6th. Oh, the week after Tonight. Passover. No, the 6th. The 6th. It's the week after. Yeah, it could be. Okay, so I can go. Tasty teats and prostitutes. No problem. Week you. after Passover. Boy's going to be a happy All man. All right, I'll be smiling the next day. Man. Okay. So we got that story for you. You know, I, I got... I love digging this stuff up. Yeah, we got um, paper. We got we got a break well, time. You know, so keep an eye well, on the clock. I'm watching the clock. Okay. It's okay. I okay. don't care about Knock the clock. The clock. Ooh, all right. Better. So, Ooh, don't let Mr. McAllister hear that. That's Ooh. all right. That's all right. Okay. 1975. Yeah. Flash. Yeah, yeah. The beaver became the official symbol of what country? Leave it to beaver. Canada. All right. So all right. That one. We're okay. That's that old. One. That's old you news, Peter. Okay. Boy, I just happen to I know was... these things. You didn't know I was original Funkin' Wagnall here, huh? Boy, I am, like, really impressed. So we got a lot coming up. I got a lot more to talk about. We got some news that I'm going to break some news here, some old news, some good news, some wonderful news. 2020 news broadcasting. And we're going to take a break. A lot coming up. Don't forget we got Steve Atcho coming up at 9 o'clock, a very interesting gentleman. And uh, we got a lot of stuff. So let's go back where we pay our spots or pay for this show. We'll be back. You're listening to Talking Biz on New Radio Media. See you on the other side, folks. A gelling agent used in making jams and jelly may have anti-cancer properties. Now, anyone who's ever made jams or jellies is familiar with the ingredient known as pectin, which is a natural fiber product found in most fruits and vegetables. A group from the Institute of Food Research in the United Kingdom found that under the right conditions, pectin releases a molecular fragment that binds with a protein that inhibits cancer growth. And the thing that may make jam and jelly more effective is slowing the growth of cancer than raw pectin is the process used to modify it for use in jams and jellies. You see, it turns out that the modification helps to emphasize the release of the cancer-fighting fragment, which is known as Galactin-3. Now, most commercially available pectin comes from the peel or citrus fruits and apple pulp that is processed before its sale. So for now, no one knows if pectin found in unprocessed fruits and vegetables has the same cancer-fighting qualities. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. We're offering spectacular savings during the spring sales event at Parkway Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Great deals on our inventory of over 2,000 new vehicles, including our entire selection of Ram 1500 pickups with special lease deals on many of our best-selling models. Over 200 vehicles, under $200 a month. Early out on all lease payoffs of $3,000 or less. And Parkway offers an extra $2,000 for your trade-in. Only at Parkway Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Clinton Township, where you just show up, sign up, and ride. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's a simple thing. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. And action. And millions of ducks. You guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot. It's all about you 
and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Street life you want to live. Boy, 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 we're back. Good morning, everyone. You're listening to Talking Biz on New Radio Media with Paul Benzman and my co-host, Peter Perlman. Good morning, Peter. Well, how are you there, Paul? You ready? You I, ready? I'm re- oh, you got me. Hit me with Michigan something. Michigan Central Station. I'm not done with this yet. You're not done I'm with not me. I'm not done okay. with this. 1913. How many movies were filmed there? Oh, gosh. Dozens. Or name them. Dozens. Name a couple. Uh, Transformers. Been there a couple times. Okay. Um, 2007. Okay, I'll give you that. Uh, one. What's the other no, one? Not with, a dozen what's times. Robo- Ro- Robocop? No. Nope. Nope. Um, we don't mean a drive by in the Bonnie and Clyde. No. Um, come on, come on, come on. These are big movies uh, that you, if anybody, uh, I'm t- shocked. T- you would know these. What's the one with Ford Torino? Was, it, was that in there? No. Okay, well, I'm, I'm giving up. Uh, uh, we'll go ahead. Finish. Hip hop was one. I'll give you a hint. Well, there's a lot of, a lot of one, videos. We had there. a guy that made music in this town. Yeah, Plain of Butter, Peanut, and Eminem. One more time. Eminem. Thank you. Eight okay. Mile. Eight Mile. Yeah. Well, thank you very right, much. Yeah, you yeah. want to go for another one? He was also um, done in the parking structure of the Michigan Theater. Well, well. We, okay. Is one of those real steel by any chance? No. Okay. I'll give you a hint. This one was two superheroes. Hmm. Oh, Batman and Rob. Uh, thank Batman, you. Superman Batman was there. Thank yes. you. Yeah, okay, I'll that. give you okay. that one. Okay. The next one, um, it's a science fiction movie made in 2005. I didn't even hear of this movie before, so I don't know if you'll even get it. The Island. Oh, yeah, I saw that movie. The Island. Yeah. Um, um, okay, so how many mo- – so the last question, because I'm tired of this uh, Michigan Central bit. Get, let's dump the place. Because I want to dump it. Okay. How many windows went into the building? A lot. That's when, an answer. When did the building close? As a train station. Don't look it up 60 either. 60-something. 1988. 88. 88. I remember dropping some people out there years ago. 1988. <coughs> 88. But, wow. But there's over a thousand windows that uh, the family had to put in under the deal. Because the deal was they did a land swap. And yeah. they had to make the elevator functional. Mm-hmm. So they did that. They yeah, had one out of three. They've 30. had a wedding. They've had some parties. Bar mitzvahs. You got it. Yeah, cool stuff. So, it's, it's an amazing building. Love so to who, see four So who was over. born on this day? A lot of people. Sid Schneider was born on this day. Do you know Sid? You're so funny. <laughs> Do you know Sid Schneider? I don't know Sid Schneider. He was born on this day. Sid Schneider, 72 years old, lives in Oak Park, Michigan. Okay. And I made him up. So. <laughs> yeah, I know you did. I have to have Not a name. Well, we had Bob Mackey, Tommy Hilfiger, okay. Robert Carradine. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Nick Lowe. Nick Lowe. Was he related uh, to Bob Lowe? Norman Fell. Remember Norman Fell, the great actor? Yeah, the actor, okay. comedian Norman Fell. Yeah, and, and Steve McQueen. All right, uh, Peter, we're going to talk oh, about Peyton local. Manning for our sports people. Let's talk about some local business. Local business. What opened up in Livonia this week, do you know? What opened up in Livonia? In Livonia. Nothing. Nope. Amazon celebrates its Livonia Fulfillment Oh, you're talking Center. about the fulfillment. That opened up before. That's nope. just an Ribbon cutting was this week. Well, the week. ribbon cutting, but it opened, got, no, it opened on up. On Amrine Road. Okay. It is on the, between Eccles right, well, we, and Newburgh Road about on we the north here. side of the street. So anyways, there are 1,000 employees. Don't tell me I've been in that neighborhood. 1,000 employees, yes. uh, a million square feet. Yes. Um, yes. Do you count these jobs as high-end or low-end? What do you count them as? Um, 
I call them low low Labor, end. Labors. They're low end. Yeah, you know, there's been some stories and in this. There's yeah. horrible I I honestly believe yep. that down the road, that's right, there'll be a union shop because of the conditions. Well, you know, sixty minutes did a story and and it's not to bash Amazon, but here's the deal. They have quotas they gotta pull in so so many packages, I think a minute or whatever it is. And in their first warehouse, 60 Minutes did a story because someone dropped dead of a heart attack, and their first procedure was you don't call outside EMS, you call inside medics. And the gentleman happened to pass because if the delay in time for the medics to come, he would have won his life, kept his life going. But at least we have some new jobs in Livonia, and we've got two more fulfillment centers going around Detroit. We'll have to keep an eye on this and see how it affects local retail. I honestly believe... That, and there's three locations going to pop in yep, Detroit, Madison yep, Heights, yep, Romulus, right, and they're even talking out of Macomb County. Yeah, so you've got so three, maybe four going on. Well, one is what we call a a delivery service warehouse. In other words, two hours after you order it, it's there. Yeah, within two hours anyway. Now, did you hear the other story that might be? You're talking about the Kroger Target? Yeah, Let's Kroger Target. Target. Kroger I'm, Target. A, I'm actually on so top you of something. Today. So hey. Kroger Target, there was rumors that then people said, oh, Amazon should buy Target. I think to be proactive, Kroger's and talk with Target. I would love to see that for the retail side and for that to happen. And I think it would be amazing. Um, not so good news for the Detroit Auto Show. Did you see that where Volkswagen and Mercedes are both taking a hike? And BMW says yesterday that they're going to follow. So what's going to Do you think happen? that this is going to have to move to October and get outside? Well, here's what's going to happen. The reason they're doing this is because there's more and more electronics in cars, and you have the Consumer Electronics Show close to, I think, it's December. And so they want to get ahead of it by doing October. So they think they go in by October, they'll get ahead of it and launches. The difference also today is back to our media being online and everyone gets information. So every day you can go to Autoblog or other people online and get information on new cars. So they're saying, yes, people show up, still 800,000 or more Detroit, but a lot of the media is getting stuff online before they come here, and the, the auto shows the are losing is, relevancy. The sad thing is, though, being in Geneva um, a week ago. Never, a never week bring ago, me a watch. No, I don't. But the okay. auto show in Geneva, mm-hmm. you can't get a ticket. You can't. Well, it's, it's the, German. And, it is what it is. And I mean. the vehicles that you see there, you don't see here at all. I mean, the high-performance cars mm-hmm. that... You've got different people over there, different revenues. They're the top-end cars pulled out a long time ago. You go to Geneva, you see Ferrari, you see everything. Even the it's New York a, Auto Show is going to get the higher-end Cadillac, the higher-end. It's an international show. So we've got to battle that. They're trying to do it. Hopefully October will do it. Um, as Detroit keeps growing, I think we'll still have a strong auto show, but they've got to entice these companies to come back. Well, you know, um, I think it's going to be a whole half-hour, hour show, and we're going to bring people in from the auto show to talk about those that are escaping the program at the present time. Mm-hmm. But our job right now is to say, where did the first hour go? It went real quick. We got uh, Steve Atchill coming up uh, at the top of the hour, and uh, we've got a lot more topics. If you want to call in, it's 888-844-999-249. Check us out our app at uh, www. That's the app. That's not the app. Keep the app going. is the NRM Streams at the Apple or Google Store or our website, www.newradiomedia.com. We'll take a break. We'll see you on the other side. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Wald Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. 
What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. And action. And millions of ducks. You guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream like you want to live. Here. I know, but, you know, I'm, I'm watching Tony. He's hitting buttons. He's hitting this. He's hitting that. That's it. That. I think he found the music button. Yeah, he found the fuzzy move. But anyways, you're, you're listening we to Talking Biz on New Radio Media. We've got an interesting guest in the audience, yes, Mr. Steve Atcho. Hey, good morning, Steve. Good morning. Thanks for having me. How you doing? I'm doing great today, thanks. Good, 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 good. So good, he good, is a good, graduate good. of Groves High School. Did I hear that right? Wiley E. Public school, local public school. I love it. I love Ooh, that so, term. So public Steve, school. You've got an interesting life. You've traveled around the world. I have. And uh, you know, it's 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 amazing. Why don't we start with you and 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 where you grew up, like you said, and sure. and how you got into what you do and, and your history. So, uh, you went to Wiley. We talked about it. You grew up yep. in what area? Yeah, I grew up in Birmingham. Okay. Went to, went to Groves High School. Graduated. Went to Oakland University. Local. Um, did uh, did a year. I got a. Uh, scholarship to go on a work study program in Japan. <laughs> uh, so I spent a year there working and studying and fell in love with it and learned the language. Um, came back and had a company where I was translating and interpreting and doing all all things Japanese and wasn't super interested in business because I was just kind of doing that and yeah. making money doing that. And then uh, I just kept getting offers from businesses saying, I can teach you the business, but uh, you know we don't understand the Japanese language and culture and you do. So I started getting all these business opportunities and getting interested in business and uh, later got sent to Japan and spent about four years there and ended up working for the president of Mazda, um, came back and worked for Ford and a handful of other companies in the area that were doing business in Japan or with Japan. So uh, I'm lucky enough that I think because of, the, because of my 
obsessive uh, want to learn the language and culture. I ended up making some business contacts and learning business and doing my MBA while I was in Japan. Um, so I just had this this wide range of experience in industries and with people and learning businesses, and uh, it's been great. Let me go back a little bit because sure, I, yeah. I lost here. Because well, I want to go did, way back. I want to ask. Let me go back to the language because that <laughs> yeah, thrills sure. me. Okay. When did you, where did you learn the language beginning? So did I you started, take it in high school? Yeah, Groves High School, actually, to their credit, they were one of the first, I want to say, six schools in Michigan to offer Chinese and Japanese. And I think there were four or five people in the class. Uh, so I started, I actually started learning Japanese there. And I, mean, I went for the first time, I actually went with my karate instructor when I was 17. So after about a year of studying Japanese and realized that, you know, textbook stuff you learn in school does not really get you by in real life and that's the same for any country so let me so, yeah let me because this yeah. is thrilling because you know it's, it's really interesting it's tough i i got into the import game when i was 19 mm. and several years ago i went to china and i was challenged to teach to learn mandarin mm. and i quit after the first 20 minutes of my online course <laughs> so i i bet the, the gentleman the owner of the company yeah. i said you learn English first. I'll give you so many dollars. And right, and right, right. And I called them up the first night on Skype. I said, you win. <laughs> I said, you win. My friends right. of mine are owners of Mango Language. And oh, they sure. Right. Oh, yeah, and and so they give me the, the language course, yeah. and I take the first 20 minutes, and I'm saying, I'm too old for this. Yeah. But you know what? I, you know what I like to do is, is I get older in life, and I slow down on the work side if that happens. That's a, that's a comical line. Is, is, is to learn the language. So I'm, I, when I yeah. meet people like you, they understand the underlying and dive into the culture. Yeah, I find it amazing. I but really let's do. go back a little bit. Okay, go back. You're you're growing up. You're going to Groves. You go back home <laughs> and you tell your family, "I'm learning Japanese." Yeah. What was the response? Uh, you know, my my parents are so supportive of of everything. If you want to go back further, my father's actually born in Baghdad. Okay. And you know, came to this country when he was ten or eleven and didn't speak English and, uh, you know, lived in the most. Uh, uh, humble way you can in a pretty bad area of Detroit and just worked really hard, had a great work ethic, learned English, uh, was a straight A student, got a scholarship to go to school, got two master's degrees. So I have I have good parents to look up to as role models and they were always supportive and pretty much everything that I dove into, as long as they felt like it was contributing to giving me opportunities, they were they were for it. That's and great. that was certainly, especially at the time that I did it, I think China's a, a bigger buzzword well, It's a bigger for fish good now, but, but yeah. Japan was very stable. Back, very way back at the time, yeah. very that, much it was so. Like, you that was the Japanese. place. And as a young guy, you know, I'm in, I'm in college. I'm 19 years old, and, you know, I'm a, a poor college student, and there's a company called Takata right across Can't from Oakland yeah, University. Yeah, little uh, problems with airbags. They, they did, but, oh, but, but at not the time, back, but not then. <laughs> yeah, when I was when I was at school, uh, they were paying me I think thirty dollars an hour to come over, and they would get faxes from Japan, and they didn't even know which end to hold up. I mean, they had no idea. There were a handful of Japanese engineers, but they were so doing did you, the job. Did you ever make up some of that stuff? So, <laughs> yeah. you, guys, you guys have the oh, week off with pay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that would have been funny, but that would have been <laughs> last day. Thirty dollars so, an hour yeah. disappear. Paul right. would love to do stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. I love humor until you lose yeah. your job. So in between classes, you know, I'm going and making thirty bucks an hour doing this, and then they said, "Hey, you know, would you be interested in teaching a Japanese class?" And I said, "Yeah," and it was like fifty dollars an hour for every. So I I was really lucky to just go in between classes and pretty much whenever I wanted I had a really good hourly rate and I would just write in pencil on top of the Japanese and English and 
give it back to them. And they always had a steady flow coming in. So it was cool because I got to learn the business and, you know, learn all of that and keep up my Japanese. And so how did you get to Mazda? Mazda was, well, at the time they were joint ventured with Ford. Correct. And I was working for Ford and going to different Asian countries doing uh, 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 different implementation programs uh, for Asia. And Mark Fields. Guys, wait up. Sent. Hold on. Daddy said, hold on. You know, hold on a second. We got a commercial. Oh, we got, oh, hey, guys, the McAllisters are coming. Hey. What happened? Well, right, that's our, someone hit a They're, they're kicking <laughs> off for us on Monday the, the McAllisters at Home Show. So oh. they oh, teased yeah. they us. They hit a promo button. They hit a promo <laughs> button and they teased oh, us and they said, We're coming. So so uh, let me let me jump back on this. So you know, so you're you're immersed going back and forth. We're working for Ford, going back for Mazda. You really you, do you believe that you got a um where did you get more education on the streets or school? Street, absolutely. Okay, so you got your MBA on the streets yeah. besides your program. So you go into that. Now let's speed up just a little bit. Mm-hmm. So you're working for these, you're doing translation. <laughs> After you got done with the automotive companies, what was your next step? After the last real job I had was around 10 years ago, and it was a German company that was joint ventured with a Japanese company. They have an office here in the Detroit area. And uh, I was, again, going back and forth to Germany and Japan and trying to help with sales in the U.S. And we were using <coughs> SAP. We were using I – was, I was kind of in charge of an area where we were getting reports. Uh, essentially, we were using data to make better decisions about growing the business. And a friend of mine said – uh, you know, I myself and, and my friend own this company and we're basically selling consulting for using data and all. So I understood it from the business side because I was a user of it. And they were trying to get into a company called Alex Partners and Jay Alex yeah, founded yeah, the company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I worked for her for a few years and did consulting for him personally. So I, I made a call and it turned out that they did have a need and brought that company in and now my company i'm now part of this company she brought me in as a partner and that's the the company that i'm running that's essentially what i do with most of my work time 80 plus percent of it um and so i kind of got into this technology consulting business by accident because i i saw the need and i understood it from the user side um and got into that business and it's it's great when it works well because clients love you and you're solving problems and you're essentially employing people that are geeky in a good way, problem solvers. You know, it's funny because we, we had to touch the geekiness not only for entertainment but for on the technical side. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> and we've got some amazing people here that, that you look at and you said, how do you know that? Right. And it's funny. I had an app company come in here, two young guys who started in elementary school hmm. and maybe junior high. Yeah. And what they know you can't teach at top universities. I love it. Because they've got that feel in them and they've got that. And he says, oh, I can do that. And by the way, you do this and do this. And we have a, a technical IT guy, Alan, here who came in as a consultant, and what he does is totally amazing. I mean, you look at these guys. He's a young guy. Oh, yeah. He, well, he's not. The, he's in his 30s, but, yeah, but the yeah. other guys that came in with the apps the other day and started telling me, like, we can do this, we can do this. And when did you start? I was bored in school, and I was playing this, and I was actually teaching the professors what to do. Yeah. And those are the stories I love. Yeah. You know, the self-taught guys, the geeky. And so right. geekiness is now chiciness. Yeah, I agree. It, it is Very really, much so. you know, it's Every geeky. time I bring up the word geek, I feel like I have to say, I want you to know this is a huge compliment. I'm a wannabe geek. Well, like, let me I tell wish you I was smart as these you, guys. If you look at our geek tainment channel and heads off to those guys. <laughs> yeah. They've had the early most views of anyone here. Oh, great. And you look yeah. at that stuff, and you look at we have comic guys and illustrators that come here yeah. and do things, and you see what's going on. 
you know what? We're, we're missing the boat on some things. Yeah. I mean, it, it's so amazing. So now, you know, you get into the technology stuff. You authored a book. Let's talk a little bit about the book. Sure. Yeah. So I, I wrote a book called Why Technology Recruiting is Broken and What to Do About It. And I saw in the first few years of this business how recruiting works. And there's a – I'll tell you a quick story. I okay. think there's a version of this in every industry. There's a woman that cooks a, uh, a roast for her family, and her husband sees her – Every time she does this, she cuts off the ends, puts the roast That's in the, the old. Oven. I know that story yeah. by heart. It's, 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 it's a great it's Passover story. story. Oh, it's a Passover story. It's a Passover story. I didn't know who it was stolen You're making the brisket. We're making the brisket. Okay, the brisket, right? The brisket. So, so the husband says, why do you always <laughs> cut off the ends? And she says, I have no idea. My, my mom taught me. Right. She calls her mom, and her mom says, call my mother. I have no idea. She taught me. She said, when we first came to this country, we had a small apartment, a small oven. We had to cut off the ends. And so, so we could the, point the, is, no, That's right. <laughs> the point is, don't waste meat. The point is, so every industry has things like this right. where this is the way we do it, and they don't even look to see if it still makes sense. And it's so prevalent that if I tell you just the premise of the book and what it's about, and you're not in the industry and you don't know, you almost won't believe me. We almost won't believe that my advice is so common sense and so simple and so reliable that you'll say, yeah, how do they do it? And when I tell you how it's actually done, it's so ridiculous that part of my reason for writing it was I real my passion, aside, of course, I'd, lo I'd love to get more business, but that aside, there's plenty of business for plenty of people. I really am passionate about changing the conversation around how people hire and get hired. So it's because more like it is impersonal. It's uh, it's inhuman almost, mm -hmm. and it does it is not optimized to connect people who want meaningful work with companies who want to hire good people at all. It, it's almost like saying, "Don't confuse me with the facts." Well, it's almost like yeah. don't don't let my resume sway you. So, well, so resumes are a joke. Well, but so let's go I have into a whole this. Spiel on resumes. <laughs> yeah, so, so, I don't know if you want to give away the secrets of the book. I'm happy to. Yeah, so let's sure, let's talk about sure. this. So let's give us a synopsis of the book. Yeah. Well, give us the cliff notes because that's yep. what I used to buy at school. Sure. Yeah. 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 Me too. A, a week before. He bought, I, no, he actually he bought the classic comics before after the because he couldn't read the cliff notes, but the comics at least he got a right, story. Wait, to work. wait, wait. Let's let's talk it. about this because I know that the 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 time for me getting troubles over. What do they call that? Time out? Time, no, but I, I can get busted. I'm out of school. I can get busted. I bought oh, the detention. reports. I, did, I bought the he reports. bought the I, reports. I, I, hey, Steve, you got one of those That's latest cool. reports? Yeah, right, I got right. one from three years ago. It's right. great. I'll update it, change the dates. You got the report. No problem. I'll be over here. It's 50 bucks. Here, teach. Okay. That's just smart. That's and, just you know, No, no, but then she bust me because she showed me the oh. copy that he saw. Oh. The, the, the original. The other, the other three people in the class <laughs> had the same report. It's only so resourceful if you get away with That's it. That's right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so let's go to the book. And, yeah. And, yeah. So the, the, Where do the people get the book, first of all? It's on Amazon. Okay. Yeah. Just under my name. Just under your name, okay. And the, and the title of the book. Um, and what happens, the, the premise is this. The, the biggest grief, the biggest beef that I have with how recruiting is done in general, especially in tech, but really this applies anywhere. And you can go online when we're done and just Google whatever job you're interested in or you know someone who's interested in and see evidence of this. Job descriptions are the start of a conversation that say, we're looking to hire someone. Presumably we want a top performer to do this. And the difference between a top performer and anybody else is huge. The top developer at Apple is five times more efficient and effective than almost every developer anywhere. The top, you know, any company that has 10 salespeople, I can almost guarantee the, the top 80 two, 20. The 80 20 applies to everything, right? So the difference between really good top people and mediocre people is huge. The conversation that starts with a job description that says, here's my company, this is what we're hiring, usually is one that does not describe a job. 
which is interesting. Job descriptions don't describe jobs. What they do is they have a long bulleted list of required skills that you have to have in order to do the job, but they don't describe the job. And there's two big problems with that. One is that it's not compelling. So if you're a top performer, so these kids you were talking about that build apps, imagine one of them is on the market looking for a job, and he's looking at three job descriptions. And one of them says, you must have five years of iOS and five years of this database and five years of creating complex calculations. It doesn't tell you what you're doing. It just says you must have all of this stuff if you want me to consider you. And then he looks at a handful like that. And then he looks at one that says, we are building the first app that helps the elderly ensure that they get the right medication or whatever. They don't even have to give away all their trade secrets. They can just describe the work in terms of outcome in a way that's compelling for a person who wants to do the work. And as soon as you get into must have five years of this and that, the two biggest problems are you're missing out on people who could really do the work, but they only have three years or four years. What is it about five years or whatever you're putting in that's magic, right? Nothing. It just makes your job easier because you can throw out a resume when it has two years or three years, right? Or you can have a machine do it for you. And so if you start writing and thinking about job descriptions in terms of outcomes, you can start evaluating people and having human conversations that are based on whether you believe they are capable and motivated to do the work. And it's interesting that in other areas of our lives, if you, let, let's say you're having a party, right? And you're going to hire a caterer for your house party for 100 people. Right. You would never call a friend or put a Facebook post or Craigslist post and say, we're looking for a caterer who has five years of experience with serving trays and tongs and convection ovens. No one would ever think to do right, that. Right, right. They would just describe the outcome. But somehow in the corporate world, we don't do that. And that leads to now you're optimized for finding the least bad person who can do the work for that amount of money. I love it's it. It's not because, a way to find a top Well, I love performer. it. I told you about these young guys who do apps. Think of how many okay. years of experience. If, who cares? If, if they're teaching school teachers in school, and they're not even out of school, <laughs> right, right? right? So they're not right. even out of school, and they could yeah. come in and they could teach people right yeah. away or go into this job, there's a lot of qualified people missing out. And, and I always say with corporate America, you get blind because you've got leaders teaching leaders, and some of these leaders don't know what the other people are doing. But right. They fit the job description, right? They so the advice, I think, for both the hiring and the want-to-get-hired side, the job seeker side, is this. It doesn't matter what you have. It only matters what you can do with what you have. So my MBA honestly doesn't matter unless I can apply what I learned in my MBA to do whatever you need me to do if you're considering me. But you had real-world experience. Sure. Okay? You were tossed into other countries, working <clears throat> yep. for other companies. So like I said, you got your MBA on the streets also. Sure. You got the education in the books, but you got the MBA in the streets – so you really have a double MBA, and I, and I look at yeah. that. You know, I, I left college with about a year to go, and people say, you know, are you a lawyer? Are you this and that? I said, I got my MBA on the streets. Yeah. I'll show you my bruises. I'll right. show you my bank accounts up yeah. and, and with bru Paul's bruises, which we're going to look at during our little break here for a few minutes, <laughs> we're going to take a break. We're a new radio media, Talking Biz with Steve Atcho. We'll be right back. Guys, wait up. Hold on. Daddy said hold on. You know, I was thinking, Bill. Yeah. I'm ready for our show, and, and you're ready for the mm -hmm. show, but how do we let everyone know that we're ready for the show? Uh, slow motion rap video? Brain naturally shrinks as you go older. 
Now there's research that indicates that the rate of shrinkage increases if you drink alcohol. Your brain volume naturally decreases by about 2% for every decade you live. And in the past, scientists have speculated this rate could be slowed with moderate alcohol intake because it appears to improve your heart function and your blood flow. But now, however, the U.S. researchers have found what they call a significant negative relationship between the amount of alcohol that you consume and your brain volume. A study involving nearly 2,000 men and women found a significant difference in the brain volumes of people who were moderate drinkers and those who were teetotalers. And the association was especially strong in women. So the bottom line, say the experts, is that while moderate alcohol consumption may help your heart and blood flow, it offers no protective effect on your brain volume. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. We're offering spectacular savings during the spring sales event at Parkway Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Great deals on our inventory of over 2,000 new vehicles, including our entire selection of Ram 1500 pickups with special lease deals on many of our best-selling models. Over 200 vehicles, under $200 a month. Early out on all lease payoffs of $3,000 or less. And Parkway offers an extra $2,000 for your trade-in. Only at Parkway Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Clinton Township, where you just show up, sign up, and ride. Sign up, show up, and static. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. I tell you, you know, we're going to have to talk to these geekies guys of ours. No, that wasn't the geek guy in that. No, it is. That's Phil. Hey, Phil. Phil handles the music. Phil. Let's talk to Phil. Wait wait a minute. Am I I doing, you know, um, a little bit of uh, an old movie? When we walk in the bar and the guy yells, Eddie Murphy yells, hey, Phil, (laughs) Phil. I said, what? Judge Reinhold's looking at him going, what are you doing? He says, okay, Phil takes the shotgun away from him. You know, if you didn't know, he doesn't drink in the morning. It's just the way Peter is. He's wonderful. Anyways, you're listening to Talking Biz on New Radio Media. And who's in our studio, Paul? Com. Steve Acho. Steve, it's been wonderful. You know, it, it, Wait, you say like it's wonderful, like he's leaving. No, he's staying. This he's is not round going two anywhere. With you're Steve. staying right here. It's round two. But you know what's interesting, Steve? When we meet people, and, and you know, I saw your bio and all your information, but when you come to life and you see that, I, I thought it was pretty amazing what I read here and looking at your early on history and your bios and all the other stuff. And it's really interesting to have you here because you're pretty unique, you know. And 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 I'm not going to say self-taught, but many ways. But he was. But 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 he was. But on the street, the but way. But you know he is, where he got it though, karate class. Well, it's not he just that, but he saw dad. He saw, he saw dad study. Okay. Yes, he did. And yeah. and you're part of your environment, and you are who you are, and you are. And I know some of your extended family, very professional people, and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So it's really cool. And I love it because of all the people that came over from Iraq and all the other things. And I breakfast with Evan International Breakfast Club. So oh, yeah. We, we're we, at, we we're, do. We are. Yes, we're at Panera Bread, <laughs> just north of 14 So we've got people from Orchard all Lake. over the country. And, and you know, yeah. Nabi Yono and, and the guys, you know, and we've got Sam Denha. Sam, Sam Denha. Sure. And we have breakfast. But it, it's, it's really cool to have you here because of, one, uh, not just heritage but history. And, you know, when we talk about entrepreneurs, because I don't want everyone anyone to call you, but you're really entrepreneurish. And, and you get into the world, you had your education, but you're in the middle of entrepreneurs and, 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 and education-wise. Mm-hmm. But to do what you've done and where you are today, you, you've, you've really accomplished something. And then people always talk about it. When I write my book, well, you wrote the book. Yeah. Okay, so you wrote the book and you did that. So it's really exciting. So w- when we look at this, and, and I want to ask you what you spend most of your time on in your career today. So if you if I came to you and said, Steve, tell me about your average day or your week or what's your favorite part of working. Give us some of that. Yeah. Um, it's funny because I kind of look at my work as projects. I don't mm-hmm. look at it's, it's 
I should have a better answer for this because it's such a common question when someone says, what do you do? But it's just, uh, it depends on where I am and who I'm talking to um, and what life I'm living. So I have a handful of things that I do that I'm lucky enough to do and love and make money at. And uh, even though I can completely kind of craft my own life and schedule, I, I do work a lot and I enjoy it. So 80% of the time is spent on growing the technology consulting business, the company. Um, outside of that, and this is totally unrelated, I do a lot of consulting. I'll do like uh, executive coaching sessions for, I've probably done five in the last uh, two months for people that are at, let's say, Toyota or even Volvo or other companies that are in the area or anywhere in the U.S. and they're moving to Japan. So these are executives or senior engineers that have been to Japan, but now they're about to be surrounded by Japanese people, Japanese language, Japanese culture. Uh, and I also wrote a book on that called The Least You Need to Know About Doing Business with Japanese. And so the, the session is basically a less than four-hour overview on understanding the difference between the cultures, why it's important, and then what to do about it. It's not just a three-by-five card of what to do. Not, so the, that they not can the protocols. Not just the protocols. Not the protocols. I definitely right. get to the no, protocols. No, I understand that. But they understand why, and then right. they can observe. And so do you, I do, do you offer Anko consulting with this? I mean, if they yep. they move over there and they say, hey, Steve, I got a question. I'm going to dinner here. What's the um, proper culture? I'm trying to get – so what happens is um, there are a couple of very big international companies that are like relocation services companies, yeah. and they're the ones that have these clients. And I'm a consultant for them, just an outsourced consultant. You're the hired gun. I'm, I'm the hired gun. So they say, hey, can you can you go to this location at 9 a.m. on you know Friday morning, and here's the guy, and here's the, here's his needs assessment? And I say, yeah, sure. And I, have a, I basically have a conversation with somebody and understand what they need to do to be successful, wh whether they've studied Japanese, how – you know, um, whether they're going with their family. And it's just a mix of what they can expect, and it gives them the best tools to be effective at work and on the street. So basically it works the other way, too, because I know along the Haggerty Corridor there's a lot of Japanese companies. Yesterday morning in. I did a three-hour session with a Japanese couple that doesn't speak English, and they just moved here from Japan two months ago, and they're going to be here for two years. Yeah, two and three-year so leases. That like. was in Japanese, and so it's just the other version of it's just living in America and how does healthcare work? And well, Nova, you know. I, I know on the weekend runs a Japanese school in one of the mm -hmm. public schools, yep. just like the French do off of uh, Maple Road mm -hmm. and Inkster, yeah, the French school. So, have Smart. you shared your experiences uh, in that fashion? I haven't there because that's more academic. I think those groups are more geared towards making sure that the children who are in America and going to school full time with American-speaking or English-speaking people don't, don't lose. lose their French, their Japanese. Right? So when you do this, and then once again, it's, it, my mind is moving every which way because I'm the business guy. <laughs> I'm looking at the business model. So you're really like the welcoming committee here. You're like, welcome home. It's like, here's how yeah. it is, the comfort level right. for Exodus and in, in and yeah. out. So you really look both. So yeah. you got a big thing here. How do you keep it all together? I mean, how do people find you? Know. You've got these services call yeah. you and people fall in. and yeah. Because it, it really, you know, I read this and now I'm getting the big picture. <laughs> and I'm really seeing what you do. And it's pretty amazing because, one, Detroit being automotive-based, and I think a lot of it's automotive-based and a lot of it parts and all the other stuff. But in and out, and I understand this because, you know, being in the international business since the late 70s, mm -hmm. I get it. And But you really got it. And so you Trying. might be consulting people here, consulting yeah. there. And it's truly amazing that you really give a comfort level to people going to a foreign country. Yeah. Or well, coming, I've been that or coming person. Here. Yeah, remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, I even though I studied Japanese, you, you move to another country and you go, oh, I have to open up a bank account. 
Like, I, you know, there's just things you don't know whether you study the language or not. So I was helped by so many people that I almost feel like it's a duty to, you know, explain our confusing healthcare system to people that come here and don't know what to expect. So the people that helped you along the road, who would you say was your number one mentor? My dad. Yeah, Still, I got that early yeah. on. Yeah, Dad. Yeah. Uh, how about Very family important. life? What do you do for fun? What you, What do you do? Um, geez, I uh, <laughs> so I'm I'm the, the other answer to your question. The other portion of time that I spend to earn money is uh, music. So I'm a piano player, singer, singer songwriter, and I've been doing originals and uh, kind of acoustic cover versions of songs for years. And I'm now past. I'm probably close to 15 million downloads and streams across all of you know iTunes and everything else. So I get flown out by people. I've been to Italy to perform. I've been to Japan. Well, wait, a second, wait a second. Wait a second. We need uh, another show on here. <laughs> that's we a need that's the music second. channel. Wait, that's, that's the, the music channel. Wait, wait a second. Do you have time to sleep? <laughs> on the plane. That's always the, the answer as to how but, do you do but, this. But, it's, it's, know. But, but you know what? You, uh, you blew me away here. What kind of – so you do the music. Let's, yeah. let's, let's, let's play with the yeah, music yeah, for just well, a few minutes. he plays the music. And – he writes the songs. I write the. Thank you, Barry. Okay. Thank you, Barry. Go back to Palm Springs. I'm a Toys R Us uh, kid. That's my favorite. That's song. his favorite song. He's got ever I'm since we talked about the kid. closing. Just call him Jeffrey. You know, leave him alone yeah. for a few minutes. <laughs> and I'm gonna stick my neck out um, on that one. You started playing piano when? Late. I was in high school. My parents took me to a Billy Joel concert. We had a piano at home. My sister had to take lessons and hated it. I never touched it. And I saw Billy Joel jumping all over the piano, and I was like, that is the coolest thing. And I have an ear. I'm the reason I can do language and music and stuff is not because I'm super smart or I have any musical talent. It's because I have a really good ear. And so I started playing the albums and just repeating what I heard. And then I so I'm self-taught. I just learned how to play piano by ear. I feel like a loser. And then I started imitating the voices. And so I play something and people go, "Oh, it sounds like Elton John." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm kind of imitating." So how does Elton John imitator. sound? Well, I'm not going to do it now, but Why you can not? go online. Oh, yo, no, no, no. Eugene, baby. Can't do it now. It's early in the morning. <laughs> that sounded pretty darn good. I tell you, wait you a second, know, wait a second. For so, early in the morning, it's so, very so good. So wait, for us peons in the studio, Peter, you know, Speak you know, for yourself, you, Doc. You, you blow me away. I mean, you listen, you, at eight, 17, 18, 19, a lot of stuff yeah. going on in your head. Right. You know, yeah. uh, you know, were you focused on work? Did you date a lot? What was yeah. the story? Did you say, I'm doing this and this is I what I'm doing? I think I was just, and I still am, I'm just obsessive. Um, it was the same with, with Japanese. You know, I was I was explaining this methodology that I created to help up your language. Because a lot of people say, I'm just not good at language. Yeah. Right? But I feel like the way language is taught, similar to the way music is taught, isn't really conducive to people being functional. So if you learn 100 words in a language yeah. and then you go have a conversation, what are the odds that those 100 words are going to come, come into play? So I have an actual methodology for gathering content, and I was, I was just actually teaching this yesterday to this, this Is that the Japanese next book? family. Gathering I content. I about that, actually. Yeah, you, I, you, you have, the next book is the books. <clears throat> yeah, wow. Probably should be. So a good idea. you did the music. You've done language. You are a coach. What would you like to see next on your horizon? I think uh, just more of the same. It's like uh, not – I think the, the default mode of the universe is that more is better. And I don't just want more. I just want better. And so, you know, the clients that we have are great. I would, I would like to add a few more clients to grow our business, but the right ones. I'm happy to fire a client if we're not a good fit, you know. Uh, same thing with music. So I'll, I'll take on – projects and i'll take on um i just performed at a charity event the other night 
um, and I wrote a song for them, so I performed the song there. So everything is like a mini project for me, and I can say yes to it to the extent that it has impact and helps people. Um, you know, there's a whole list of things that I look at, and one of them is if I don't lose money or if I'm lucky and I make money, then I'm going to say yes to that project. So um, just kind of more of that. How about original music for shows? Will you uh, yep. do that? Oh, yeah, oh, absolutely. Hey, we got to keep his number around. we got a lot of shows being produced. You know, it's 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 been an amazing half hour. You can believe it. Time flies, <laughs> and and you know, Steve, I want to look at a couple of things. Want to congratulate you on your couple books. I want to congratulate you on your career and and the the information that you gave us today about you. You're pretty remarkable, and and, so and, and you're a humble guy. I, you have no <laughs> ego, and I, if I read people right, you're not a guy with an ego. I, I think I you're the think kind so. of guy who wants to help Would everyone, help do people. A, do a lot of work trying to kill the ego. So how do people find you if they want to – they've listened to our show. They're excited about what they're hearing. How do they find you? Uh, The best way – I'm happy to connect with anyone on LinkedIn if I can give career advice or help anybody. Um, I do have a website that has all of my crazy stuff on it, music and And that website is – And that is steveachoresources.com. Okay. That's great. You know, the the time, you know, Steve, you've been in here um, has, like, just flown by. And I think for a change, it's so nice to have somebody come in and shock Paul a little bit. You know, Paul thinks he hands the sheet out. He says, I know everything about our guest. I know his family. I know everything. You got him on the Billy Joel. No, no. I, I, you got him I, on the I, Billy oh, yeah. Joel. I, I want to say that He's I He's trying to imagine you jumping around. But time is flowing. Go on YouTube. You don't have to imagine. Steve, thank you for your time, taking out time this morning to be here on Talking Biz on New sure. Radio. Hopefully we get you on other shows on the music side. I hope you're welcome back anytime. Thank you. Um, we got to take a break now to pay for some bills, and sure. we'll catch people on the other side. You're listening to Talking Biz on NewRadioMedia.com. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The new Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And millions of ducks. You guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. 
Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream like you want to live. You know, I, I'm going to go uh, on the pole, fix the wire for our music. I get okay. You know what? We need to buy a new CD without the scratches. I tell you, you know, and I and I thought vinyl was coming back strong. It is. It is. Boy, you know, Steve Acho, that was an amazing interview. It, we just it, had. it was great interview, yeah, and yeah. I like I said, it was. It's nice to have a guest come in and surprise you. You know, it's nice, and I want to thank thank Steve Hubbard of our staff who arranged that interview and. Um, you know, it's interesting, and then when you know people close to him and never met the guy in the same town. It's great. And, and you look around, and who's been in our community. That's one thing I want to talk about a little more real quick. Is, well, you is know, it's all radio about— radio media. It's about the community. Well, our spot said it best. It's all about you. Yeah. You, our listeners out there at New Radio Media. Uh, here we are in Talking Biz. But we don't talk just biz in this, in this room. We talk community. Well, we talk community, Peter, and, and looking across the channels and what we've got going on right now— um, it's funny, when we first started, tomorrow's show is V. Jacobson, and they're talking to her, which you're co-hosting and stuff on. And as I call around the country, he's becoming a celebrity already. Oh, yeah, he's a I, riot. I called an agent in New York a couple weeks ago, and I don't know why that was the first show we listened to. And he's now a he's, – he's like a fan club in Long Island <laughs> of, of, of uh, Rabbis V. Jacobson because he's got that electrifying personality. And we have a bunch of people, whether it's Jewish or not Jewish, now – these fans, I can see him now opening up at the uh, Little Caesars Arena <laughs> and doing <laughs> this his. This is the V Jacobs yeah, live. Yeah, you know, and doing Caesars. these V this V hour. This V hour uh, with cel- his coffee mug. His v, yes, with his coffee mug. So you know, back to the community. We're, we had a lot of people get a hold of us this week, especially from the Cranes article, and really looked us up and said, "Hey, do you mind? I would like to do this kind of show, or I'd like to do this kind of show." We have a nonprofit. Yeah, we have room for you on the community channel. So as we reach out and we grow continuously in the community of Detroit uh, before we venture out to other cities down the road, and we build the Detroit metropolitan area, we've got to realize that if there's something you ever wanted to write it but bring it out on video or do some pieces or creative stuff, uh, you're going to fit on one of our channels. If it's not today, it's tomorrow, but you're going to fit on something. So you know, write us at info at newradiomedia.com uh, because we want to hear from you. And, and, and we have meetings after meetings of not just professionals and, and athletes and, and doctors and, and all kinds of people reaching out to us. So we want that content. We want the broad contact to have hundreds of shows with all kinds of content. Content, excuse content. Me. Well, I think, you know, the unique thing about new radio media is the following, and we keep it very, very simple. Mm-hmm. It's not about us. It's about everybody around us. So... We talk about, you know, we talk about Detroit, and we'll talk about the real estate market. We'll talk about transportation. We talk about sports and all these different things that are happening. But we go beyond all the boundaries. Yeah. You know, what? Uh, the unique thing about new radio media is we have listeners all around the world. We don't have a broadcast signal, quote, unquote, that goes 50 miles or 100 miles and it drops off. Well, and we say that as long as, you know, coming back that we're hyper-local content, that some of it's international. And the cool part about it, as we extend into other cities and start licensing other cities, and we've had several cities call us to say, hey, how do I become new radio media? Chicago, Atlanta, the Miami, we, and build the network. It's real interesting because we talked on this earlier. There's a lot of expats of Detroit or Chicago, and people can tune in and, like, move back into the neighborhood on the Internet. Well, that's the best part about it, yeah. you know. Whenever you go to a sporting event in another community, let's say the Red Wings are playing somewhere or the Tigers are Pittsburgh. playing. Pittsburgh. And you, well, get in there. And you watch how the 
arena is set up or the stadium, and all the people wearing Detroit brands, you know, the transplants, all want to get back to the ballpark for their home team. Mm-hmm. We are the home team. We are. Hey, Peter, do you have some kind of list of Detroit stuff going on this morning over there? My, oh, well, I have for you the top five items about Detroit. I want, uh, you mentioned that, and I really want to discuss that. And I thought that. you have. Yeah, I figured you did. No, no, I don't have it here. Oh, you well, got, I have top, just, I well, let you do the research. Well, the top five items, one of them is, and one of them is a jewel that most people forget about, but it's going to happen in the next two weeks, is the Eastern Market. Things start to really pick up once Flower April hits. Flower Day. Flower Day hits. Tuesdays are back to being a hot day at the Eastern Market again. The sheds are popping. So Tuesdays e- with Farmer Zeke. You know, Eastern Market, home run. Yeah. Item number one. 100,000 people on an average Saturday. Four more days of preseason baseball, and then hello, Comerica Park. Okay. Item number two. Season up or down this year, what do you think? How do you I think, think we're going to be a 50-50 ball club. I don't expect a lot. And, of course, you're expecting the food concessions to be the hottest item in the park. Well, they're not going to be watching the game. They'll be watching the food. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think the games will be more interesting at Michigan and Item Trumbull. number three. Yes. Cranes move on to Woodward Avenue for construction. Well, there's always cranes flying near the water. Oh, you oh you're talking about the cranes that go up in the sky. You got it. So now we're going to have a couple cranes over there. Right. Yeah, very So nice. I think that's going to be the stories that we're going to be watching right there. Going vertical. Then Mayor Duggan has stated that the neighborhoods need to be reevaluated, and we need to start getting into those neighborhoods much it's more. It's not such a beautiful day in some neighborhoods. That is correct. Okay. So I think we're going to be starting to study programs there, and I think that's something that we at New Radio Media here at Talking Biz, you and I, have to bring in two people into the studio, Mike Duggan and Board of Education Director. Well, you know, I think that's going to happen on a weekday morning with Craig. It may very well be. He he gave me his lineup of who he's going to bring into this studio. Okay. And our 11 o'clock weekday show is going uh, to be that way. Is going to be that way and interesting stuff. He's already told me some of the people he's going to interview. We also are talking to some other investigative reporters who might bring out some not no, I got so one more. I got things. the fifth item of oh, the day. Oh, give me the fifth item. The okay. fifth item yes. of the day is going to be, and this fifth item is really going to be a one-year look. And that's the property between eight and, call it eight-and-a-half-mile road from Northwestern to Greenfield, the old Northland property. Well, you know, it's going on. Um, I was in one of the early research studies that the Detroit, uh, Southfield, excuse me, the mayor of Southland gang had us come in and look at this stuff and look at the first approach. And they had a consulting company, and I believe they hit it 90% out of the ballpark. Well, they blew it with Amazon. Well, it wasn't Amazon. I think it was more of a game. It was the master plan that was really brought in to do it, and I believe they were almost dead nuts on it. The medical? uh, It was a combination of everything. It was was Providence Hospital getting some of the north property. It's redeveloping Hudson's into living space, cutting the center out to make a court. It was having some water features because they were leaving those tunnels. Right. And they're almost like Amsterdam, you know, if they flood those. You got it. So there's a water feature. There's a lot there. And I believe the Southfield's going to pull it off. They're looking for some developers, looking for people, and I think it's a great spot for development. And uh, I'm going to bet on Southfield's side. So those are my five items for today that we're going to start watching very carefully. I think we should. Well, anyways, um, I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. Thanks, Jeffrey. A couple stories, a million things that really flip your lid. I really um, well. talk about is that, first of all, uh, yesterday they're going out of business sales started. Um, I went to get Lego. It was not 
cheap enough yet because I still like to play with my Lego. But my understanding is, though, no shipments are coming in. What is there will be sold out. However, however, there's a GoFunding page. Yeah, well, let's talk about that because I have another article here. Thank I you bet for you do, Mr. About. Article. You know, Isaac Larian, uh, he's a and I'm gonna drink to CEO that, by the way. of a head of a company, MGA Enterprises, and he has already pledged $100 million towards a group to save about 200 stores, anywhere from two to 400 stores, their top stores, and I believe that's going to end up happening. Will um, they be boutique? No, think? they're I talking mean, about full-blown stores. They're, what they're talking about is that, you know, let's talk about Chapter 11. Let's talk about bankruptcies. So Chapter 11 is a reorganization right, with protection. So, so under reorganization, you can drop your leases. So if you have a lease with the company, say, dear landlord, I'm going to negate my lease. Mm-hmm. And so by doing this, obviously, Toys R Us or the bankruptcy court has the top sales of the top stores. So now you're billions of dollars in debt. And you can look at the top producers, why bankruptcy, and you buy it out of bankruptcy, so all your debt's gone. But now you know that these top 200 stores or 400 stores were money makers. So now you fill them up with inventory, and you've got the money-making toy store locations. You have a great chance of surviving. Well, you do in – all right. In previous shows, we've talked about, however, that the brick and mortar is taking the punishment of – the Amazons of the world, and even the Walmarts of the world when we can go online and we can get it. So if I go into Toys R Us, Mm -hmm. I look around, and I have my stupid smartphone, and I say, okay, this price is this, this price, and Amazon's got it for this. Yeah, well, let's let's talk about that, okay? Because I think smartphones should be outlawed from retail stores. No. So so let me tell you the story, what's going on. Being a member of the International Council of Shopping Centers for 21 years, Mm and listening to both studies, one from the retail side and the developer side, and one from the other side. When I first got in the business 21 years ago, the biggest thing was that the difference in sales tax is totally going to de- destroy bricks and mortar. Because the difference in no, what? Not paying sales tax or sales paying tax. sales tax. Okay. That the percentage difference was going to affect it. It did not kill right away. So this is what's happening in the retail world. Bricks and mortar is not going away totally. But there's an adjustment. So if we look at the corporate America, it's always about building bigger, bigger, more and more. And I've said this before, the average American, uh, the footage of the average American retail space per United States citizen right, I know that was Europe. sitting about 9.3, Europe's about 2.2 square feet. So we're saturated. So when Home Depot has to build stores and they find another location in between two stores and they take it because they want to block out lows, it's just a move, or they want to capture more market. They cannibalize from store one and three on each side of store number two. Now that they're closing up store number two, they're going to gain back some sales in both those stores, and actually those stores overnight could become profitable. So if we get rid of the saturation of stores, that's going to help retail a lot and the re-merchandising of stores. So where do we put the employees? So let's go this. Second of all, you've got online that does nibble away at it. Mm -hmm. Um, If the retailers are smart, and Best Buy's made some really good moves, is you go to your suppliers and say, listen, for us to survive, we need individual units that can't be shopped online. Exclusivity. Exclusivity, special numbers. They call it in the sporting goods business makeup. Right. So they would make up bats, they would make up gloves and shoes for big chains that, you know what, it's model number 32-4. You can't buy 32-4 anywhere else. It's Correct. in their store. So they can guarantee the best price. So as retailers start defining their distribution channels and demanding more of the distribution channels, saying we need this to survive, they're going to have to listen. And Toys R Us is a beautiful case in point. 
15% of all toys sold in the United States came through the Toys R outlets. That might not sound a lot percentage-wise, but dollar-wise, it's big. And that 15% could be the profitability of a company being profitable or not. Yes, it will be absorbed into Walmarts and everyone else, but it becomes weaker and weaker for the manufacturers to have less distribution. So yeah. two or 400 Toys R Us stores in prime locations can survive. What would have been a prime location here in the greater Detroit area in your mind? The, the best one, John R. and 14. By Oakland Mall. Yeah, a lot of rooftops, um, a lot of blue-collar average people, the, the average uh, employment, um, a great market, and it pulls from a lot of demographics in a lot of areas. So I think it's an amazing area. That store will survive um, if it, they take over. All right, so, you know, with a minute here, I just want your one-minute capsule then. What is the next business chain that you see will be challenged? You know, there's a lot out there, Peter. The food market is really being challenged right now. The independent grocer is being attacked on every which side. So I think that's the next big challenge, and including the big grocers. So that's the big problem, the food industry. And the food industry, all right, so Amazon took Whole Foods. Yep. Do you see anybody merging? Kroger and Target, we talked about earlier. Well, let's, we'll go back to that a little more because yeah. Target already took CVS in their house yep. on the pharmaceutical side. So that left us with... You know, just the Target. And the Target food side, I don't even know if they're making any money on the Target food side. I don't I almost think that might have been a mistake, but they didn't call me, as my wife always says. They didn't call you, so don't give an opinion. Right. But in the meantime, all right, so you have that. Is there a third? Well, we'll talk about that after the break. We're going to take a little breaky-poo here. A break? Yeah, so we're going to get back to uh, our show and talk about reminding me of that. You're listening to Talking Biz on NewRadioMedia.com. We'll catch you on the other side of the break. A gelling agent used in making jams and jelly may have anti-cancer properties. Now, anyone who's ever made jams or jellies is familiar with the ingredient known as pectin, which is a natural fiber product found in most fruits and vegetables. A group from the Institute of Food Research in the United Kingdom found that under the right conditions, pectin releases a molecular fragment that binds with a protein that inhibits cancer growth. And the thing that may make jam and jelly more effective is slowing the growth of cancer than raw pectin is the process used to modify it for use in jams and jellies. You see, it turns out that the modification helps to emphasize the release of the cancer-fighting fragment, which is known as Galactin-3. Now, most commercially available pectin comes from the peel or citrus fruits and apple pulp that is processed before its sale. So for now, no one knows if pectin found in unprocessed fruits and vegetables has the same cancer-fighting qualities. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. We're offering spectacular savings during the spring sales event at Parkway Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Great deals on our inventory of over 2,000 new vehicles, including our entire selection of Ram 1500 pickups with special lease deals on many of our best-selling models. Over 200 vehicles, under $200 a month. Early out on all lease payoffs of $3,000 or less. And Parkway offers an extra $2,000 for your trade-in. Only at Parkway Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Clinton Township, where you just show up, sign up, and ride. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. Thank <laughs> you. 
And action. And millions of ducks. You guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream like you want to live. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us. Oh, hello, we're back. Hey, oh, Jeffrey. God, I, I've been singing you know, that song. Jeffrey it's amazing. Jeffrey the Giraffe, you know, from Toys R Us. Yeah. The icon for kids for years. Yep. And, um, you know, we've just got about eight minutes left to uh, kind of share with everybody some of our final thoughts of the day and what happened here in Detroit today in our studios. It's 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 just such a great thing. You know, we started uh, with Tim, uh, you know, talking about uh, PAL and the new ballpark downtown at uh, – Trumbull and Michigan Avenue, and the just the ribbon cutting ceremony, which will take place in about seven minutes with the mayor and At ten o'clock. Some fantastic people that put twenty million dollars together to make something a reality. And it's, this, it's truly fourteen thousand kids. You know, it, it's it's a great program, um, and and I think people should support it. Go down there. I think they're going to sell out a lot of games. I think people should go down there, support the kids, watch them entertainment. It's, you know, where people out there today, Peter, talk about. Um, not being having affordable entertainment, right? And and I think the Police Athletic League Stadium at Michigan and Trumbull is a great outlet for families to go grab four, you know, family of four, go have a couple of dogs, some drinks, and support a great. But it's great not charity. only that. When you're down there on Michigan Avenue, walk west, go down the street as you move down the street to the Mercury Deli, to Slows, move down to the Open Market as you work your way down to the train station. There is history there in Detroit as you're walking Michigan Avenue that, you know, we drive by, we don't pay attention. Mm -hmm. But as a walking family going and seeing and touching the community again, this is the new Detroit. It's the new Detroit. It's the new improved Detroit. It's nice that it's both the young and older people embracing the city. Uh, it's nice to see people are coming down to the city. People are moving into the city. And... Uh, Got a lot of people to thank, and, and we start with Carmanos, who moved his headquarters down there. Actually, the Illiches started with the Ford, uh, with the Fox Theater and bringing their headquarters down. Uh, Dan Gilbert, who's been very successful in doing it. Roger Penske, and a lot of smaller companies and international companies come to Detroit. So it's there. It's nice to hear that Duggan is going to start in the neighborhoods, get that going, get all the neighborhoods taken care of. So there's a lot of things going on in Detroit. Um, we were talking a little before this. You were talking about retail and food. Correct. And you asked about the food at Target and all the other things. Now, what they're hoping to do, if there's a merger between Kroger and Target, is to really get a more solid foundation in the food business. All right. Now, I want to be careful on the term merger. Would it be a merger or a partnership style? Well, you know, Kroger— Mergers are ugly terms. Kroger's a pretty strong company. Yes, and, they are. And, and so, you know, when they talk about it, I don't care what you call it, a merger is a merger. And, and whether, you know, when you had Chrysler, it was a takeover— from the Mercedes. Love the terminology. Uh, they took the technology out yeah. of here and scalped this company and took some cash. 
But at the end of the day, it's really going to be a merger. Let's say two companies forming one. Okay. Let's call it that. That's the safe thing. Sounds good. And you're going to see more of these for survival of retailers to bat online and to, to battle other competitors. Uh, I think the only change you're going to see in the industry is you're not seeing a lot of new mid-sized boxes because of overhead and limited inventory. Define a mid-sized box for our uh, listeners. Let's go 20 to 40, 50,000 square feet. Okay. Large box, let's say 60 to 100. But, you know, and people they, they, they talk about different sizes. But meanwhile, you're going to see a lot of vacancies of these. Now, you can only put so many Platinum Fitnesses together and, and do gyms and all that. And, you know, you've got a couple ticking time bombs. Let's go, let's go out to 12 Oaks Mall, all right, where we've got five anchors, correct? Correct. None of them are healthy. Well, we know. We have Macy's, mm-hmm. J.C. Penney's, mm-hmm. Sears, Lord & Taylor, and Nordstrom's. Yep, and all of them on some kind of life support. Pull three of those five legs out. Okay, so what Sears is struggling. Yeah, go on. Um, I think Lord & Taylor may be a disappearing act. Okay, and J.C. Penney. Right. Three so you got stores. Nordstrom's and Macy's, and Macy's has come oh. up with this brand-new way to shop. Yeah, I'm yeah, not sure. That's stores. a great other, other yeah, stores. stores. No, well, you mean. know, you know. Let's go to that again. We've talked about it a lot, and and I'm not going to spend more time than the next minute. Is when you go into these stores, if you're in a retailer, please give us service. Okay, thank you. Don't point us or don't. There's a person. Self serve stations. Please. Where are they? It's past there to the left to the right. You can go find the Levi's over there. You know right. what? You give us service. It's not going to happen. So they're in self destruction mode, and the stores are messy. They're not the way they are. Well, that's and why the again, independent stores are very, very strong. That's the one I'm going to bet for. So let's go down to Small Town USA, specialty shops with service. Those will survive. Service is what people look for. They don't mind paying a little more. And at the end of the day, overhead service and selection. All right. So with 60 seconds left, mm-hmm. final words. Final words about what? Retail or the Anything show? Anything you want. I'm going to say we talked enough about retail. We had a great show. I want to talk a little more about Monday morning. Tune in to uh, the McAllisters at 8 a.m. Uh, great morning lineup. Um, we're going to have a great time. Sarah and Joe are coming to talk to me this afternoon a little bit more about the show. And then Craig Folly at 11 o'clock, like in the 12. We are hitting the big league on Monday morning. We definitely are. And so join us when you can. Uh, Don't forget our station. It's very simply put, newradiomedia.com. If you want to just get the listing of how we look, but more importantly, go to Google or the Apple stores. Don't be ashamed to download us because guess what? We've got so much stuff coming down the road, it'll blow you away. And and I want people to go to the Apple stores, NRM streams, that stream with a Z. Um, if you want to be or participate in New Radio Media, send us information or question at info at newradiomedia.com. Uh, you're welcome if you've got a small business or if you're a professional would like to be on our show. You're more or than welcome. Yet. More or welcome. Yet. Yeah. You may know somebody that should be on our show that we have not read about, seen about, or heard about. You have. Well, anyways, Peter, it's that time again, the two hours of wonderful Saturday morning with you as my guest I host. feel like the old Western show. Happy, Happy trails to you until we meet again. again. That doesn't sound bad. Can we cut that? Anyways, I want to thank everyone in the studio again for helping us out this morning. You guys are great as usual. Uh, everyone have a beautiful Saturday afternoon and a great week. Look forward to Monday. Tell your friends to tune in to New Radio Media at 8 a.m. on Monday. For the McAllisters, and have a great day. You were listening to Talking Biz on NewRadioMedia.com. Goodbye. Goodbye.